Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. Right, man. Episode 42. We're back. And we're back with our most popular guest, Tree Hobson. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, Ooh. talking to the mic, dude. Oh, sorry. Oh. What's up, guys? Sorry. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm used to, I'm used to projecting out way louder, not speaking to specifically. Yeah, 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 my bad. Yeah, we're back, man. Um, since uh, he was here last, uh, that was quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. What? How long ago was that, man? I don't remember what episode that was. That was old oh, twenty. No, yeah, it was in the twenties. I think it was in the twenties. It was in the twenties. Yeah. Was he? Was he the first one? Right. Yeah. No, he was nineteen then, because Caesar 19? was second. He was twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We getting so many episodes, we don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Like, remember episode sixty <laughs> nine? <laughs> that was an interesting one. I was nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, was. see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, this guy does his homework. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh shit. Oh, my bad. My bad. What was that? What are you listening to, man? Listen to man. Sound call likes. Listening to some sexual shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all caught that. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's so much good music on SoundCloud. Yeah, there it's is. Crazy. It's yeah. so many good artists. Yeah. That, but it's like the exposure, like finding, actually finding these people are. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's too tough. much work. It's yeah. Much, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got a lot of people this this wasting wasting breath on SoundCloud too. Mm-hmm. It's then they sound the same. It's like I know some things work for certain people, but you got to find your own shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, stop copying people and doing a worse job. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> sound instead of Lil Yachty, you sound like little shitty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, is health wealth? I mean, excuse me. Is is yeah? Is health wealth? Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of people will, you know, not, they really don't realize how much your health really means in the grand scheme of things. But when you're sick as hell and you got the flu, you'd be wishing that, man, I wish I was okay. Same thing as when you're way overweight, you're morbidly obese, you got sleep apnea and you're acting like it's okay. I'm a big guy. There's everything. It's all good. Mm -hmm. But the doctor's been telling you to fucking change your diet. You haven't done it and you're looking bad. Mm -hmm. Let's weigh in on that, Keith. And, uh, I think outside of like the 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 visual element of being healthy, got it. Like just like the mental health that comes with some people that work too much, you know, they kind of work themselves into the grave. You know, like that old old adage of like the the man like the man of the house is supposed to work and he's supposed to have this you know this back breaking job and you know working ten hours or twelve hours a day. Um, to me that that's part of it too like very true that's like and you can see that like over the years people start to look older than they really are very true or you know certain elements like their hands start to disfigure yeah so it's just like hands start looking like a fucking claw yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah that's my take on it Go ahead, man. Oh, no. I just think, uh, was it Pusha T said it? It was like, uh, wealth don't buy health. There you so, yeah. like, it's like one of those things where, like, people don't talk about how stressed out uh, uh, or how stressful life is in general. And if you're not taking care of yourself, then, like, it doesn't matter how how much money you have. Like, you can be gone. Like, we, we talk about all the time. We can be gone tomorrow. Exactly. Like, so... What are you doing to uh, me and my me and my family? We talk about like what are you doing to make yourself better? Like what like what what are you investing in? Like are you are you money's cool and everything? Like we need it, but like 
I need you around. Like I need to make sure like you're you're okay. Are you meant like as Keith said mentally? Are you all right physically? Mm-hmm. Like all right, working out that's all good. But mentally, you cool. You need a break. What's there? You go. What's yeah. going on? Yeah, very true. That's why I always push for people to do what they love as far as like work. Because if you go into work every day and it's a stressful atmosphere, then that's going to lead you to an early grave. It can. Definitely. I think that you, you, where the mind goes, the body follows. Mm-hmm. So you could be working out all the time. You could be lifting weights. You could be in a healthy diet. But if you're stressed out, it's going to fuck you up. Right. You know, um, I, I was telling you guys before the podcast, like, um, if I had a choice to be a millionaire and be 400 pounds or be, just be me and live my life, I'd rather live my life. Because if you're 400 fucking pounds, your life's going to be horrible. You're going to have sleep apnea. You're breathing hard. You probably got an oxygen tank. You can't fuck right because if you're that fat, ain't no way you're no you fucking right. Yeah. You're going to be laying down five, five pumps in, sweating to death. <laughs> this time I'm going to go out. <laughs> yeah. This time I'm going to die. Yeah. Breathing hard, sweating. Yeah. You know, that's just not cool, man. And I'm not, it's not me. It's not a thing of fat shaming. It's just overall health you could be completely healthy and not be mentally healthy right you could mm-hmm. be a person that looks great but you got drama in your life you got you know all kind of you know uh, ten thousand babies mamas and mm-hmm. child support coming after you and mm-hmm. you know you cheating and you're doing all this crazy shit and yeah. your parents may not show that but you're going through and it still could kill you you could yeah. have a fucking stroke i talked to two kids or not kids but two people younger than me today um one, I picked up uh, my cousin, and he was telling me about how stressful, you know, dealing with his baby mama was. And then I seen another one of my friends, and he was telling me about how he was dealing with some sort of depression. And, you know, I just basically told him the same thing. Like, like once you know, you have to figure out the root of, or like the cause of these situations, and then just try to maneuver away from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, like with my cousin, it was like, he, he realized that, his baby moms and just the the whole atmosphere of being over there like makes him angry. So I was just wow. like, bruh, like you gotta like just don't go over there. Yes. You know what I mean? You gotta find a way a different way of dealing it's with it. There's only one problem with that. People don't fucking listen. You can <clears throat> yeah. tell them, hey man, like that chick is stressing you out. Like you need to you're gonna end up going to jail if you ah oh, man, you know, mm-hmm. I love her, but like she's you know, I'm be like, dog. If you don't stay away from her, you're going to end up going to fucking jail, man. I'm telling you. And they're like, all right, man, I got you. Yeah. All of a sudden, hey, man, I'm locked up, man. Uh, I'm like, man, fuck you, dude. I tell the tell you, you dumbass to stay out of trouble and look what you did. Oh, uh, yeah, Eddie. Yeah. You be the teacher. <laughs> oh, no, I just man. think I think people like suffer from that. I, also, on the other side, that people suffer from that perfectionist thing. Like they like meant like everything. Everything can appear to be fine. Like you, like you said, they could be working out, but like they're on the verge of a like a breakdown. Oh yeah, and I think that's the that's the craziest thing about like like 2019. Now it's like we have no idea when somebody's gonna have that breakdown, mm-hmm. and like so many. I, I have so many friends or even teachers or or whoever. Who are always like like when one thing could happen that doesn't go their way and then they're just done. Like they're just like mm-hmm. today is the day where hey, well, 
maybe not see you tomorrow or mm-hmm. I might do something that's going to get me fired or I'm yep. like, yo, yo, like mm-hmm. they're like, I tried running. This doesn't work. I tried yoga. This don't work. And I'm just like, whoa, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you need to like see a therapist. Yeah. No, nah, that makes me weak or that makes me blah, blah, blah. And oh, it's just like, God. nah, man, like you're investing yeah. in yourself. So. There you go. That's crazy. I think um, I was talking to somebody and I told him that too. Like maybe you should see a therapist. And they like in 2019, where you see like people like Charlemagne and God putting out books, and all go. these podcasts are talking about mental health, and you know they're raising funds for mental health. I thought that that was like like that had disappeared, mm-hmm. like this idea that you know there's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Somebody told me that I was like, oh, "Are you serious?" There's like people really like preaching mental health, and you know they're making movies and everything about it, and. That she still was like, yeah, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want people to look at me weird because I'm seeing a therapist. Oh my god! I was like, what? People are too worried about perception rather than <clears throat> taking care of themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's not about how people look at you. How do you care about you? Yeah. You know, that's more important. Like, I'm sure you're not gonna say it, but I'm sure you work with other teachers that are fucked in the head. They deal with these kids all day, <laughs> and then they go home and drink a whole bottle of wine mm-hmm. and grade all these fucking papers, and they don't really love what they're doing. Some of them, some of them may enjoy interactions with these kids, but some of these kids drive them fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. I remember on two different occasions we drove teachers crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not bullshitting you. There was one time I was at Kern Junior High, and there was this teacher there. Um, I'll leave her nameless, but uh, <laughs> just in case she listens, we we were we were assholes. We were we were talking when she was trying to teach the class and. She had no control, and once we seen her as weak, we just kept talking and doing whatever the fuck we wanted. Mm-hmm. So we're talking and laughing, and then my homie's cracking jokes on her, and then for some reason, her son was in, school, in class with her. So her son was in class with her, maybe because her, her, her husband or whoever the guy was had dropped him off for a little bit. This kid is talking shit to her in class, and we are laughing. Mm. The little boy, her son, was talking shit to her, and we're like, dang, he bad and laughing. <laughs> And then she was just looking like she was going to cry. And then the next day she came in, we're fucking with her again, and she literally loses it. She she hits the the overhead projector. You know those projectors that they used to write on and it went yeah. on the screen? Well, we had one from like the fucking 70s, man. It was old. like It looked like a box of cereal mm-hmm. with a light on it. But anyways, <laughs> she hit the overhead projector, broke that shit, and cried, walked out the classroom, ran, and as she was running out, we opened the door, and a and a sprinkler head popped up out the ground. She tripped over it and broke her leg. <laughs> oh, Swear man. to God, oh, man, <laughs> craziest shit I ever seen happen. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and the fucked up thing about it is we laughed. I we mean, we fucking, laughed. <laughs> we fucking laughed, man. She fell down, slipped. The, the sprinkler head popped up, ran like. Tsh! And it was a big one. One of them old big ones that popped up out the ground. She trips, falls, breaks her fucking leg. We didn't know she broke it. And then she keeps walking to the office. Tears coming oh out of her God. eyes. And we was like, damn. On a broken leg? Walking. Bruh. Dang. She came back to school with a motherfucking wheelchair, bro. And then she had crutches. Yeah. And then we was just like, yo, like, I felt bad. Even though I was a dickhead, yeah. I felt bad. Like, yo, she broke her leg. And then my, my homie Daryl, rest in peace, he's like, man, fuck that bitch. I was like, Daryl, oh, wow. man. Damn. Come on, man. But yeah, that's how it is. That's how some <laughs> of these people, like, some things are not mentally. The, the point I'm getting at is some things in some environments are not mentally healthy for every everyone. Yeah. You know, like, maybe Tree could survive in this situation. 
but another teacher that's not fit for that job, they might want to find something else and yeah. remove themselves from it so then they could be more mentally healthy. Mm-hmm. I think I think that kind of goes to what you were saying about the perfectionist thing. Mm-hmm. Like the only way that that like being around students stresses you out is if you go in with this preconceived idea of how this is supposed to go. There you go. Like I'm going to come in. All the kids are going to listen to me. I'm going to tell them to do their homework. They're going to do their homework. I'm going to tell them to be quiet. They're going to be quiet. But once you realize, like, that's not real, like, that's yeah, never no, going to happen, no. then you'll be fine. It's one of the weirdest things actually about, like, uh, like now being a teacher is, like, try, like I've, I had this idea, like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to be this way. Like, the very first day of school, like I said before, I was like, I walked in. I was like, I know I look like John Legend and Shadows Gambino. Like, oh. yeah, yeah, it's, it's going it's to be okay. Like, we're going to, like, you going to listen to me. We're going to do this and we're going to learn. And, like, for, like, a good, like, two weeks, it was just like, yo, what am I doing every single day? Like, I want them to respect me. Like, yeah. I need some respect. And they're just like, yo, like, you look like, you look lost. Like, this is a prank. Like, where's the real teacher? You got to be, like, a fake one. Like, <laughs> you can't be, like, the real. And it's just like, yo, like, I was like, man, I had this idea. And, like, people are like, you know, they're like, you know, it, it this, this. It only feels like this for like five years, and I'm like five years. I can't. I, it's it's been two weeks, and I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. What you talking about? Like five yeah. years, and like I like to till today. I have people. Um, I just met with somebody, and they were talking about how they are thinking about quitting because they're like, this isn't for me. Wow. So this isn't. I don't. I didn't come to school to be disrespected and blah blah blah. And it's like mentally, it's 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 draining. Yeah. Um. And like they are like I don't I don't sleep I don't I'm oh I'm, I'm constantly stressed and it's like yeah you don't need to be here and they're like how are you handling and it was like oh I don't I don't care yeah like I that's I, your, that you have to have that mentality like, to survive I, yeah, yeah like I was like I'm adaptable like you yeah. don't you don't like me good like I good yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm cool I'm not here to be liked I'm here to teach so yeah, let's yeah. let's go there's a certain there's only certain teachers that everybody gravitates to and they're just like oh I love Mr Mr mm-hmm. Bradshaw. I was always well behaved in his class, mm-hmm. but there's the average teacher that's just trying to do their job and everybody's being a fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. You know, my, my thing ultimately is I would explode on these kids. I would get fired too. I'd be like, you know what? When do you turn 18, you fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> when do you turn 18? Because I'm beating your ass. I've had, I've had the thing, like, I've had not, not blow up. Well, I've had blows, but I haven't had anything like where it's like where I want to fight them. But I have had moments where. <laughs> Where it's just like, I can't wait for you to go in the real world. Like, I get paid. My job is to tell you, hey, mm-hmm. settle down. Mm-hmm. When you're in the real world, ain't nobody telling you, keep talking like that. Like, yeah. I, we, I tell them, I was like, y'all be talking real spicy out here. Like, mm-hmm. someday somebody's going to say something. It's not the teacher's job. Like, I mean, it's my job right now to be like, hey, calm down. Settle back in. Go back into the, the student role. Mm-hmm. I, that's the job now. When you turn 18, mm-hmm. 19, 20 in life, and you say something like that to another grown-up. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, Mr. Hobson, you can't talk like that to us. And I'm like, all right, I'm just, that's just a hint for the future. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. We, had a, we had a teacher. I'll say his name because nobody liked him. Mr. Boato mm-hmm. at uh, Current. Mm-hmm. He would tell the teacher, he'd tell the kids straight up, like, you ain't going to be shit. Like, he'd tell the kids, but he would tell them in such a way. He's like, hey, well, you want to keep messing up in my class? We are, we're always going to need somebody to make the tacos for us at Taco Bell. Oh. So this is what he literally <laughs> said. I'll never forget it. He stopped the class and said, I mean, if you guys don't want to do this simple stuff, then you know, just you could be, we always need somebody to make us tacos at Taco Bell. So mm-hmm. that's all you need to understand. I'm thinking like, I understand you mad, but don't ever tell kids that they ain't going to be shit. 
Yeah. That ain't cool, man. Right. Yeah. You know, I understand that you that you might be frustrated, but dude, find something else. Yeah, especially with, with some of these kids' home life. Exactly. You Telling don't them that is like just adding on top of the mess that's already going on when they exactly. I, I get it. <laughs> Being a teacher, like I get that. I'm, I've I've not I've not said damn, that's tough though. <laughs> yeah. Like that's tough. No, and I curd too. I, was it a curd? Yep. Oh yeah, that's tough. Uh, <laughs> I've had moments where like I was just like I'm just like yo like if you can't do this then like like the the it it's hard because it's like the like uh, the the teacher aspect of it, it's like you're around them and you see them slack off and it's like yo this is annoying. But mm-hmm. I as I've, I think as I mentioned to you guys uh, earlier, the idea that they have to. Um, there's there's this idea that they've never been they've never been as far as you've been. There you, you go. You get to go back in hindsight, like them not or them not trying doesn't mean uh, that that they're dumb or anything like that or like they're not capable of rising up to the expectation. They just for them like to like I, I tell them all the time. I was like, you guys have the uh, Men in Black uh, little little uh, gadget thing that they flick up. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like you. They have short term memory. Like yeah. I, I'm a, I'm grown, so I remember everything that you do every single day. The mm-hmm. second that the second that the bell rings is the same second that they forget anything yeah. and everything that happened in that class. So it's like it's up for you as the teacher or you as the adult to be like, well, that sucked or that went well. Got to start over tomorrow. Yeah. And like for for some people, it's so hard because yeah. like they said, they're like, I expected this to be as Keith said, perfect. I expected them to listen to me, and I want to be the greatest teacher of all time. And it's just like, just slow your roll and just survive. Like like yeah, try just try and like watch them try. Like event some days they don't want to learn. Like they're that's just them. Yeah. That that's. That that's one thing you have to figure out too. Like every day is its own individual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a kid can be the baddest student all day long, and then the next day come in and he's just like sweet as pie. Mm-hmm. And you're you're still mad at him from yesterday, but you got to realize like this, like that's twenty. Like he's he's totally forgot about uh, yesterday. I, I, he has no idea what happened yesterday. Wow. Yeah, I think what makes it worse for these kids is they're so <clears throat> fucked up on these cell phones. We didn't. Even though a lot of us are assholes, like we were a little more focused assholes. Like mm-hmm. we didn't have a cell phone to look at every five seconds. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that like when you're trying to please people from your phone and then you're in class and you got to be the cool guy and then you're texting some girl like, hey, look at Mr. Hobson. He looks crazy and laughing and all this sneaky shit going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a new ball game. Mm-hmm. And I think that like you being one of the first teachers to take on this monster of social media yeah because people think like oh it's not social media it's just the parenting and it all ties back man yeah a lot of things going on or you know we'll get uh we'll get to that next uh i have one little story and it's not funny but i almost laughed when it happened so obviously we know kids aren't supposed to have their cell phones out at school Mm mm-hmm and we tell these kids all the time to put their cell phones away, but, you know, they don't listen, so they always have them out. And this is what I think happened. There's this girl, um, she has her cell phone out or something like that, um, but somehow the phone dropped. I don't know if she was showing her friend something and whatever happened, but the phone dropped, and she just started crying and crying and crying. I'm like, what the heck? Like, why are you crying? And come to find out, it wasn't even her cell phone. It was like her brother's cell phone. And I think she took it, like, she probably took it from him at home and brought it to school and tried to be cool and show people stuff. But she was just crying. And it was almost like, man, like, if you would only listen to the adults and keep your phone away, like, 
this would have never ever even happened but you know these are their kids they don't really the the priorities their their kids do not have any priorities yeah the only priority they have is pleasing people and being confused as fuck they don't know what's going on Mm-hmm. I, we were. Uh, I had this uh, quote that I threw up because I do that now. Uh, <laughs> 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 but it was a quote, and it said, "Like the we are like I, we are the most reluctant when it comes to accepting advice. So we mm-hmm. as like as, as anybody can come and try to give us advice, and we're like, hey, hey, slow your roll. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I know you've been through something. You might have been through something similar, but you don't <laughs> know my life. I'm gonna be able to go through this and like." teachers or adults or whoever it is even older like seniors can go talk try to talk to a freshman and be like yo like if you do this you won't go through the same struggle i went through and they'll just be like shut up like i'm 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 more i'm smarter than you i am better than you in all shapes and forms of fashion and we'll be a-okay so Mm -hmm. i always found it to be interesting like now like i like being being the teacher versus when i was in high school i was like this person can tell me anything Mm -hmm. and now like i get to see as the teacher like the behind the scenes of everybody like beating their head against the wall being like i'm trying to help you yeah yeah, I, when it comes to like taking that advice though too, I think it depends on the person. Because mm-hmm. some people, the least the the least credible people, try to give like oh, advice, sure. and you be like, "How about you fix your own fucked up life?" <laughs> right? Okay? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I I've seen too where kids try to um, they try to think of things in a money perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, so God. it's like, why do I need it? Like, kind of like the Biggie Smalls thing, but a little bit like the other way around like why do i need to listen to you you're just a teacher you only make such and such amount of money a year or even with us it's like oh this like we're just after school program people but you know they look at that like oh you don't make you make minimum wage or which we don't but like in their mind they're like yo you just make minimum wage like you know i don't gotta listen to you when i grow up i'm gonna be an engineer or you know whatever i told them i I had a kid say that to me and they were like why don't so why don't i listen to you you're just a blah 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 and i was just like so you're gonna be an engineer and they're like yeah i was like so you can't write a paper but (laughs) yeah you're gonna be able to you're gonna be able to build a building and they're like yeah and i was like so you know how to draw and they're like yeah and i was like so draw me something man yeah. Like nah, nah, not right now, Mr. Hobson. I'm like, oh, so you don't want to write a paper when I ask you to write a paper. You don't want to draw. And, like, then they, and they draw you like this is a dope ass stick figure, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And I don't even think they realize like the the hardest part about getting through like an engineering school is the workload. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like the stuff is actually you know stuff is hard, but just the amount of work you have to put in. I, and that lazy, that laziness like rarely leaves you. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. No. And that's I. So like I teach freshmen and I teach seniors. So like I, I've been trying to explain to my to both, but more so my seniors. It was like you know you guys graduate in like four months mm-hmm. and we're done and you have two months off. You're gonna live your best life. You're you're 18. You're never gonna be a kid again. So mm-hmm. you're gonna do all the kid stuff that you want to do, and you're gonna go to college. And then when you go to college, that laziness doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, it stays the same, and I, was, I keep telling them, it's like, you know, you guys keep waiting for a switch to go off. There's no switch. The habits that you build in high school go to college, and you have to work way more in college than you have to do in high school. Yes, mm-hmm. so, very true. Um, it's 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 interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those professors in college do not give a fuck. Oh, oh man, I had a I had a kid. <laughs> I had a kid because they were just like, Mr. Hobson, why do I have to listen to you? And I'm just like, Hey, look, man, like, look. Like just like go talk to this teacher about like turning an assignment. So they they decided to take an extra class or whatever, and they had broken their foot, and so they had their final. They had a, a final for um, my class and a final for 
uh, BC. Mm-hmm. And at BC, the lady, like, the lady responded, or the, 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 this person was like, hey, I broke my foot. And the lady responded, don't care. Are you showing them to the final or not? And I'm like, well, I can't because my foot's broken. Yeah. Well, good thing. It's only 10% of your grade. So yeah. C to a D. Just yeah. like that. And then they're like, so what can I do? Uh, I don't know. Mr. Hobson, what can you do? That's not my, that's not my friend. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I, don't, I don't have any connection <laughs> for that. It's like, no, nah, you just got a D, I guess. They're like, I failed my first college class. It's like, well, you didn't fail. You just got to retake it again. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, they don't care. And I love it. Like, I, that was the most modest thing that ever happened. I failed a bunch of classes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Any students that ever listened to this? Yeah. And then you realize that that's the thing, the benefit. I failed a lot of classes, too. And the benefit of failing a class is you realize, like, this stuff is not that hard. I'm mm-hmm. just lazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then once you take it over, and you realize, like, you have to actually do homework, and you have to actually show up to class, and then you pass, Man, and you're like, oh, I, I could have done this before the first time. I, before I dropped out of college, I gave it my all. Mm-hmm. I, and I actually had really good, I had a 3.5 or something. Yeah, I think I had, like, 3.5, but... Mm-hmm. I, and the thing about it is, like, beforehand, I was just like, man, where the party's at? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then girls over there look good. And, you know, yeah. shit like just being distracted yeah. in college. And it's easy to get distracted in Bakersfield College. Oh, for sure. Oh, man. So once I buckled down, people didn't realize I even went there. Like, I was so focused. I would either be in the library upstairs doing homework or I would be gone off the campus. Because I knew if I was on that campus, I was wasting my fucking time. It is the worst thing ever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, Keith was so like Keith was Keith was the good one because there used to be four of us, and uh, <laughs> Keith would be the one that would go to class. So Keith would be like, "Nah, like I gotta go. I'm about, about to go make beats or whatever." And there was one one of our friends. He'd be like, "Yo, you try to get something to eat?" Like, "Nah, man. You know, I'm struggling in this class. Yeah, we need to go." He's like, "I'll pay for it." Ah, mama didn't raise no food. All right, let's go. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Let's go eat. And like we would just like night. Like it was so it was so easy to get distracted, especially at BC. Like it's the it's so easy. I remember I would be walking to class. Like I was like I can't miss any more days. And somebody would be like Tree, freestyle for us. Man, now I gotta go to class. But like freestyle, and that 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 like that little like freestyle. We're like, all right, man, I'll freestyle, but I gotta go. Like it's gonna take like two minutes, and I gotta go. And that thing turns to a whole entire two hours, and like I see my professor leaving. Like, 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 like yo, what happened? Like I came here, I brought the books, I did everything right. Like I woke up today, and I was like, I'm gonna study, I'm gonna do all this stuff. Yeah. Why are they leaving? Can I come to your next class? No, yeah. no. Keep freestyling out the rock, and I was two like, two hours. You must have had bars. <laughs> like that was the thing. Like it was just like yeah. Like it was like for them. It was like entertainment. And I was like, so y'all not going to class either? Like we all can't leave. Like nah, man, just keep spitting. Like damn. <laughs> oh, Keith was like, yeah, yeah. I, I passed that test. Damn. <laughs> damn. That was funny. Oh, BC man. is ba- Bakersfield College. This is a community college out there for yeah. people that don't know what BC is. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Shout right, out to BC. Um. Uh, one thing I've been saying on social media lately is it's the how did aging hit you challenge. It's I guess it's some challenge. It's really not a fucking challenge, but <laughs> it's just some it's some narcissistic way that people take a side by side picture of themselves and they and I guess it's supposed to be from ten years ago and they compare it to today. Mm-hmm. I don't know where where it came from. I don't know where these challenges originate, but everybody's doing it and it just kind of it's kind of upsetting in a way because it's like i mean you put you give all this attention to things that don't do anything Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? And it's like, come on. And then the number one thing I noticed out of these challenges is with the women is that they went from having no eyebrows to having 80% more eyebrows in 2019. <laughs> Where the fuck did all these eyebrows come from? They look like a fucking cartoon character. You know how um, football players put that black tape under their eyes? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> these girls out here looking like fucking Jerry Rice. Out here, <laughs> Could be worse. They cut out the tattooed ones. Oh, oh man. That's sad. Yeah, you got them chola, uh, <laughs> the chola eyebrows. Yeah. This shit is crazy. I don't get it, man. How... How hard did aging hit you challenge? And it, this is the thing that's fucked up. I'm going to be honest. I seen somebody post a picture of the side-by-side, and I'm thinking, like, you looked horrible 10 years ago. You look even worse now. <laughs> it's supposed to be, yeah. It's supposed to be that that little, oh, check the way I like, I, I grew up. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. And it's just like, well, what do you do? Like, who cares? Like, who, yeah. who cares? And for some people, like, uh, like for some people, it's like the show up, like how they looked in specifically in high school. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we all know where you peaked at, bro. Like, just, yeah, like, yeah. just chill out. Like, yeah, you fat now. Yeah, chill. Yeah, like, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the sad ones <laughs> where, they, where they look better ten years ago. Yeah, oh, dude. It's like, like, man, oh. you breathing hard now. Shut up. <laughs> One thing I noticed about some of the girls that posted it is they used to wear a lot more clothes ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Free, man. Free. <laughs> this is before I was a slut. <laughs> oh dang! Yeah, yeah. that shit is stupid. It's really an ego thing. You yeah, know, a lot of them just posting it to show the world that you know they didn't look so good ten years ago, but now they they think they look good. They yeah. worked out, man. They worked hard. Yeah, there's no point for me to post that. I'll wait for another 10 years when I'm fucking rich. <laughs> there you just, go. Just, why can't we just wait to the to the 10-year reunion like we're supposed to? Like, why can't we wait for the 20-year reunion like we're supposed to? I don't care to see, like, what you, I know what you look like. Like, yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, I don't, I, I really don't understand where, the, it was funny, what I find funny is, like, nobody really challenges, challenges themselves, like, like, in life, but they always do these Facebook challenges. Like, you're doing all the shit that anyone can do. Mm-hmm. Just like, for example, everyone can't, um, you know, challenge themselves and go to the gym or eat a better diet or, you know, improve themselves. Stop but calling they will me do- out like that, bro. Huh? So stop calling me out like that, bro. <laughs> like Sorry. I said, people can't. Uh, <laughs> but they can do any fucking bullshit challenge on social media. That, that Shiggy Drake challenge people were doing. And it was like, dude, this is just bullshit. Like it's, and it's like you don't, you're not changing anything. Yeah, it's just all this attention going to something that does nothing. But somebody, there'll be a more important cause, and nobody pays attention to it. Like a read every day challenge. Yeah, read every day. Take a fucking shower. I don't know. <laughs> That's I'm gonna start that one. I'm gonna what? hashtag that. What <laughs> read challenge? The read challenge. Read a book a week. No, there was this thing that there was this. Uh, I had to go teach these uh, these kids about this this the, sorry these young adults uh, about reading and like why it's important. So like you know they have AR now, right? Yeah, yeah. And so like In uh, high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they moved it up because it's getting bad out there. They ain't read nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so we're, 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 we're the most, in, in all of America, we're in the top five mm-hmm. as far as, like, uh, uh, we can't read. Like, oh, just, like, like straight, straight, like, yeah. we can't read, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so my kids were like, so what that got to do with me? And it's like, well, you're in Bakersfield. And they're like, well, I can read. And it's like, all right, so what's your reading level? And they're like, third grade. 
I'm like, that's not good. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's not, we're in like, you know, you're yeah. in ninth grade, you're in 12th grade and you have a 12th grade reading level. Yeah. And like, it was like, so like, like you said, like the, the idea where if we could do all these, like, like it's for clout. That's what it is yeah, for. Like, they're like, people don't want to, people don't want to challenge themselves. Like people that's love stupid. being complacent. Yeah. I don't know why that, I don't know why people think that that's okay. Like, it's never been okay to be... It's not so much dumb, but when you're not applying it... I think you're dumb when you don't apply yourself. For sure. Dumb is cool to some people. Yeah, dumb is cool. I don't know that shit, man. (laughs) And and for them, it's, I don't need to know this because I'm going to do this. I have a kid that's like... I, I don't know what his life's gonna be like. Like I'm, I'm severely concerned. Yeah. He was like, like he failed every single class, and it's like it's his freshman year, and I'm like, so what are you, what are you planning on doing with your life? Because if you can't pass ninth grade, what do you like? What, what life is way harder yeah. than remember algebra? Like, yeah, like yeah. shit's shit's gonna be fucked up. I had somebody, um, one of these kids, like we were doing some assignment, and one of the kids was like actually doing it, and another student called him a tryhard. Yeah. What? Like, That's weird. It's like, what's wrong with that? Wow. Probably because he couldn't fucking read. You know what I used to do? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you guys. What I used to do when we had, re- we always had this reading time at, at school. And I remember I was in the fourth grade. And there was a bully who used to always pick on people and laugh at him and stuff. And I used to always purposely pick him because he couldn't fucking read. And he'd be like, cat. That's how my movie opens up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And, yeah, you want to beat people up? Go ahead and read, you son of a bitch. That's why I used to beat people up, probably. Everybody was laughing at him because yeah. Go beat up a book, motherfucker. Yeah. That's crazy. It's not funny that people can't read, but don't you be bullying people and you can't read. Yeah. You need that's to real. you need to bully bully that fucking book. Mm-hmm. I be trying to tell uh, I be trying to tell them like you know like what's the worst like you said try hard I was was like what's the worst thing somebody's gonna call you if you out here getting good grades or you out here doing like you challenging yourself it's like what are you smart like yeah. what yeah. are you like what, yeah. what, Keith, what are you what are you trying to be successful in life <laughs> like what are you trying to be Keith is a nerd yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no I'd be like it'd be some shit like man fuck Keith he got a degree yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds crazy. Yeah, I know, right? It's really accurate. Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Like, you know what's funny, too, is if you're actually of average intelligence or you're kind of smart, and they'll be like, hey, you remember David? Oh, smart David. Yeah. You'd be like, smart David? No, this is David Evans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the smart dude. You'd yeah. Be like, uh, okay. I think the benefit, this disappeared like in ele- after elementary school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in elementary school, like we wouldn't make fun of people for being stupid, like you're saying, like mm-hmm. picking on the guy that can't read, or yeah. like, oh, you got a you got a D on your test, you stupid, or like you know just comparing test scores and stuff, and then like I don't know what whatever <clears throat> happened, like we grew up and realized like grades aren't that cool, yeah. so mm-hmm. like it transformed a little D- bit. Dumb is lit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dumb is lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not lit at all. That's <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I, I just think people need to refocus, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying, I can't tell everybody what they should be doing, but for Christ's sake, man. Just like this, I don't want to get way off topic, but it's funny how we can have other issues taking place in America, and they got all this money for a wall that they can't even donate the money to legally. So they had to refund all these people back. 
like 20 million? Yeah, like 20 million dollars. Mm-hmm. But motherfucker, there are homeless veterans donated there. There's dirty water in Flint, Michigan, donated there. Elon Musk just got involved with that actually. The water? Yes. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk got involved with the water in Flint, which is really cool, but Elon Musk is going to die one day mm-hmm. and then people are going to really understand like how impactful he was. Oh, very impactful. I think yeah. in the next 20 years everybody's going to be driving a Tesla. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, they're gonna have to make a big one though, cause I'm a big dude. They got the SUVs. What? Oh, they do, huh? Mm-hmm. Godly, they gotta make them bigger though, cause everybody gonna be fat. They're <laughs> 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 gonna have a Tesla XXL. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Driving down the street in a boat. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, is social media ruining people? I'll let you go ahead and chime in on that first, Keith. Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, me and Tree, we work with kids. So you can see, like, the early stages of, excuse me, how social media is really ruining people. And even with my younger, like, you know, nieces and nephews and stuff, I just see how social media is, like, really shaping their lives. Like, they feel like they can't find a source of entertainment without, um, like, the, the new thing that I see now is Musical.ly. It's mm-hmm. like this little app that they, you know, you could basically record like mini music videos. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. annoying. Yeah. And there's kids and they're just basically recording themselves like, you know, rapping songs or, you know, and they have little filters on it and stuff. Oh it's just God. like, it's really shaping the way, um, you know, it's really shaping like the world in a sense. Like they, they like we're steering away from the stuff that, you know, used to be fun or steering away from the stuff that like there was there at a time there was fun stuff we would do that was actually like conducive to mm-hmm. our health, like our mental health and just us um being physically healthy, like yeah. just going outside and playing. Like if you don't like if you don't do that anymore, then you know, more and more kids are gonna start, you know, being obese or if they're just sitting on Instagram or YouTube all day more and more kids are going to start, you know, being, or they're going to be like less physically fit. And there's, yeah. (laughs) And like on top of that, there's, there's like an addiction to it. Like Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier, like some of these kids can't go a whole day without flipping through their Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like they have to do it in class. They have to do it in between class. They have to do it at lunchtime. They have to go on Snapchat and see what everyone's posting. They have to, you know, take pictures in class. And like, I, I don't even know, like, I don't even know if I can challenge them not to do it, like, because it's just so ingrained in them already. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, no. So I actually challenged my students to do it. So we have this, like, uh, this module or whatever, and it's called Bored and Brilliant. So, Mm -hmm. so the, sorry, the whole entire statement was (laughs) that we are, that they're, when you're at your most bored is when you're at your most creative, right? Yeah. So I challenged them that, uh, take your, take your cell phone. And your favorite app, just delete it. Mm-hmm. Delete it for a day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I won't know if you do it or you don't do it. So just just try it and write about it. Yeah. A girl uh, came into my class. So she deleted it. She deleted it. The bell rang. She came back 20 minutes later and was like, I, I, I reinstalled it. I can't go. Like, yeah. I can't do it. And so, like, cry, like, broke down and was just like, this is like, I'm addicted to this, like, this, yeah. this, 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 this technology. And it's scary because uh, we are, 
uh, as adults, like we are like uh, we are becoming the the people who have to deal with like this the social media craze, right? But we are also on our phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's 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 tough to be like kid, get off your cell phone. Like I personally have to take my cell phone, turn it off, throw it somewhere, and be like, oh yeah, I'll get that later. Nobody's gonna text me anyway. I'm a teacher now. So, <laughs> uh, but like yeah. the, these kids, like 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 they will be on Instagram or Snapchat, and even Snapchat's the worst. Uh, nothing's happening. Like there, there's yeah. nothing going on. They're just like that's just something that they go check, and it's like, oh look, so and so is on or in this class, and like it's weird because being older and like looking back it was like i would never pull out my cell phone for the situations that they do like a fight breaks out i'm not pulling out my cell phone that's evidence like 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 that's just wild to me like it's wild these kids like record everything like everything yeah um i was doing something uh i changed some kids grade or whatever i put something up on the board and i changed their grades in front of them and they pulled out their phones and started recording. And I was like, "Put your cell phones wow. away! Like, yeah. like this is a joke! Like, you about to get me fired because yeah. you gonna have this as like blackmail over me? Like, this yeah. is a yeah. joke!" Yeah. And like, uh, like it's just wild. Like they do like wild things. Like social media is so addicting to them that uh, that they rather be liked over social media than be liked in in person. In real life. True. Yeah. And Damn. this is what I'm gonna get. It. Sorry, man. You're saying something. I, I had a story similar. Like we were one day, I, I had a marketing class um, when I was in New Mexico State, and um, it was just a normal a normal day. And then we went in there, and then we had we, the teacher taught us our lesson. We took notes and everything. And then like with ten minutes left in class, he's like, "Hey guys, we have an assignment." He basically said the same thing. I'm not going to know if you actually do it or not, but I'm just kind of you know hoping that you you know kind of take this assignment seriously. He's like. Um, I'm challenging you to basically not use your cell phone. So, like, you know, whatever you have to do, turn off your cell phone. Don't use it to call anyone. Don't use it, you know, for, you know, checking your emails or anything. Like, just don't use your cell phone at all and see how long you can go and document how long you can go. And um, I think out of everyone in a class, I had went the longest without using my cell phone. I had, I think the only reason I used it was for my alarm. And um, that was about it. I just used it for my alarm to wake up. And um, I just realized how difficult it was. Like, the thing for me was I wasn't missing the social media aspect of Mm -hmm. it because, Mm -hmm. like, I just don't care Mm -hmm. what people are doing in general. But um, the hardest stuff was, like, if you have a thought. Like, dang, I'll, like, I'd be having, like, the most random thoughts. Like, dang, I wonder how many albums Michael Jackson sold in, like, 1980. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of stuff, like, you weren't able to do it. And then, like, yeah, so just, like, the Google aspect of it. And mm-hmm. then um, just communicating with people. Like, literally, that whole week, the worst thing that happened that whole week is, like, I got this girl's number. And, um, and like... I told her like my phone was off so I was like basically just message me and then by the time I turn my phone back on like hopefully like your text message will be there and it wasn't there and I was like the worst like the worst of the worst which yeah. is not that bad so you cock blocked yourself yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but life goes on like <laughs> I'm here on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh dang that's crazy right now as we speak my phone is on airplane mode yeah, and I found it to me. I felt like it was disrespectful uh, of me to you guys that as soon as the podcast started, my phone went eat me, and then I was just like, "Fuck!" Mm-hmm. So I put it on airplane mode just so I could, you know, look at the topics, you know, so when we make the transition. But mm-hmm. 
Um, I think I, I value this conversation more than anything on my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm actually talking to people, people that I actually enjoy talking to. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers on social media. I don't want to trade comments with them and like this and that when they, first of all, they probably don't like me. Right. You know? yeah. uh, in addition to it's not a fruitful conversation. Pretty much nothing on social media is a fruitful conversation. It's normal. It's just some trolling shit going on like, mm-hmm. oh, man, you know. Uh, so-and-so got a big forehead or this, mm-hmm. this, this, and that. Ha, ha, ha. And it's like, bro, like, everything is not a fucking joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. First of all. That's one thing I don't like. This is, there's nothing wrong with trolling. There is something wrong with trolling. Because if you pulled that shit back when I was coming up, somebody would have beat your ass. <laughs> you can't, you call it trolling, but we call it clowning. Right. You know, you want to clown me, especially if I don't know somebody and they're saying some stuff, then I'll get mad. Yeah. Because I don't know you good enough. We don't have that relationship for you to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was thinking too is like you guys both mentioned, you know, you know, peop, uh, the Musically app and the other shit. I think that social media created an alternate universe. I think that there's an alternate universe that people live in, and mm-hmm. that, and a lot of it is because that whatever whatever the product is now that's out in the world, they're not happy with that. Mm-hmm. So using a Musically app or it's Ready uh, Player One, yeah, yeah, open, yeah, uploading some cool shit mm-hmm. or. Um, this having this you know this facade of who you are and then you, it's all these things are like an alternate universe i think the social media literally is a whole world within itself mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like it's crazy it's literally taking the same person that's going through drama like they could be like flat broke nothing they'll mm-hmm. post a picture um standing next to a Benz, and you would never know that they're fucking flat broke mm-hmm. Because they live in this world, and as long as you as they promote this image that everything's okay, you're gonna be like, "Huh, looks like everything's good." Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they must be blessed. They're standing in front of a band. Yeah, I've had that happen like in real life. Like I'm just like a person po- uploaded a picture, and I was uh-huh. like, "Whose car is that?" Like, <laughs> like yeah. I was like, hey. "I was like, whose car is this?" Like, what do you mean it's my car? And I was like, "Nah, bro. Like, I like nah. Like, who? No, whose car is this for real?" Yeah stupid i I think i think once we i think that's the thing part of it is that the world doesn't realize that it's not real exactly so even you can be a person that's not that person like a person that's not necessarily posting you know yourself standing next to a beans or a beamer or whatever but you could just be a person that you know post randomly Mm -hmm. and that's still not you though you know what i mean very true like that's just like whatever whoever is receiving the information they're creating this perception of you based on like what you're posting via social media mm-hmm. that persona yeah. yeah i know some people that are pieces of shit that post the most peaceful stuff on social media yeah like god is my savior be like man you a piece of shit yeah 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 <laughs> are you fucking serious <laughs> don't bring god into this you <laughs> asshole <laughs> <laughs> for forgiveness though <laughs> yeah you fucking demon what are you talking about <laughs> Yeah, man. It's, it even is, something, even something simple like that. Like I know people that cuss in their regular, like day to day conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you see them on social media, they'll be posting about you know Bible scriptures, right, right, stuff right, right. like that. <laughs> um, he'd be like, "Dang, I didn't even know you cuss." Like it was mm-hmm. almost shocking to hear that. Yeah. Know? There's a dude that I know. I'm not going to say any names, but he he promotes this image. I've met him a few times. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad guy, but it's like who he is in person in close quarters. 
or like certain common little con- side conversations that we'll have mm-hmm. are completely different from the content that they put out. Not to mention like some people don't put out certain content because they're like, oh, my family's watching. I don't give a fuck yeah, who's watching. That's a weird. That's a weird. I don't thing. give a fuck. I don't even add certain people because they'll be like, oh, don't use that language. I'll be mm. like, look, I'm a grown man. I say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> but it's it's just crazy how some people be like, oh, I, I can't post that. That's too vulgar. I've heard, somebody told me, God honest truth. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna be afraid to say this. Some girl told me she inboxed me. She's like, uh, I heard your 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 podcast. It's just too vulgar for me. I said, Oh, okay. Not, but literally the day before, she sent me a picture of her butt on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Swear, bro. Swear to God. Like, how do you send me a booty pic? But my fucking podcast is too vulgar for you. Yeah. I don't understand that. A booty pic ain't vulgar. Yeah. That's a, that, what was that ranked? Was that uh, uh, rated R? <laughs> That's explicit well, this, content, this man. PG thirteen now, man. Nah, that ass ain't PG thirteen. <laughs> this was fucking explicit content, That's man. That's a rated R booty. That's a rated R booty right there. <laughs> oh man, that that is interesting though. I f- I feel like. The uh, the rating system is completely turned on its head. Yeah, I don't nowadays. know what that's about. Yeah, it's like so much more stuff. Much more stuff is accepted. Yes, at the different like you know PG and PG. They know what they're doing. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Same way Instagram knows what they're doing too. Oh yeah, all the sexual shit they allow on Instagram. <clears throat> It's like softcore porn, and then you watch a PG thirteen movie and it's a sex scene. You're like, wait, what the fuck is going yeah. on here? I can't take my nine year old to see this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. I think that really ruins kids. It does like ruin sexualizing them. kids too young. Is like no screws up their brain. Keep them in the back playing with GI Joe. Well, that's not yeah. cool anymore. No, nah, it was the it was the you got to close your eyes. You got to do this. Yeah. yeah, you can hear it, but you can't see yeah. it. Yeah, you look down. Yeah, my parents always. had me do that. They had me close my eyes and I leave a little crack so I could look at some titties. At the <laughs> 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 Oh, good times, man. Mm-hmm. I know Tree Tree shaking his head like, oh, I'm not affiliated with this. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that I say on here is not a reflection of Tree Hobson. Right. Tree Hobson is a good, upstanding citizen. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That part. <laughs> that part. For sure. I'm making sacrifices. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. You saying something? Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. I did have this thought, though. I was thinking, like, how do you guys feel about it? Um, A lot of people, like, the only way to get forward in society is, like, with helping hands, I feel like. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's, like, you know, you someone helps you get the job at, you know, the high school or, you know, someone, well, number I just kind of seen something on Facebook and applied, but. You know, just in like even for you, you know, being a truck driver, you you Mm -hmm. know, you knew someone and they kind of helped you get ahead. So I feel like, um, there, but sometimes, like you, you, you genuinely need someone to do something for you, and it's not, and it's not a thing that um, it, it doesn't even cost money. It doesn't, you know, it's not something that's like where they would have to, you know, break their back to do anything. But sometimes you can ask someone to help you in a certain way, and they don't prioritize it, or you feel like they won't do it just because that doesn't um, that situation with them helping you doesn't necessarily Help benefit them. them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's most I feel of the like, time. Yeah, I feel like that's that's just a bad outlook. So 
I feel like people out there, if you catch yourself doing that, like you should you should try not to do that because True. there's a lot of, you know, there's like that energy that you put out by just genuinely helping somebody just to help them is going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. And if you're a person that's kind of like curving people because you don't see the worth in, you know, mm-hmm. helping these people, um, that's going to come back to you too. Man, Keith, you are spot on. I've had people that uh, I've helped out with something. I didn't think twice of it. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I inbox them about something. They'll be like, hey, man, I'll come right now. I mean, if you need me right now. And I'm just like, whoa, like this guy really <laughs> wants to fucking help me like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what it is, some people don't forget. Right. Yeah. You know, that's why it's important to plant. It's all about planting the seed. And if if you're also wanting to help, it's about planting the seed within yourself. A lot mm-hmm. of times people can see the importance of what you need because they can see it in you. Right. So if you're a person like, hey, man, I need to find a job, but they look at you and your pants are sagging and your beard's not cut and you don't speak very well and you have no real references, they don't give a fuck. But if you actually are clean cut, you look good, you speak well, they're going to be like, you know what? This guy deserves a job. Let me go out and look out for him. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, like he said, people don't see the importance of what they don't see the importance in what you need because it's not helping and benefiting them. Mm-hmm. That is a horrible outlook. Like that's a horrible way to look at things mm-hmm. because just, can you just help somebody to help them? Yeah. I think um, this idea came about, I, w- I was telling Eddie about this yep. um, a while back, but it, it, this, this happened to me like multiple times. So like everyone close to me knows that I'm trying to write this movie um, about Bakersfield and I really want to make, and I really want to make it with a lot of hometown like people and um, everyone in Bakersfield is like, you know, six degrees of separation. Exactly. So I would ask like someone, I'd be like, hey, could you get in contact with such and such for me? Like I have this really cool movie idea. Like I really want to talk to them about it. And then I'll hit them up and then I'll be like, OK, yeah, let me uh, let me let me let me highlight him and see what he says. And then, you know, you don't really hear back from them. And then like four or five days later. You know, they'll they'll either message you back or then or you'll send them a reminder like, hey, like, have you talked to such and such yet? Um, Like, I really wanted to talk to them. Um, Like, what did they say? And and generally, they'll hit me back and be like, like, what is this for again? Or like, what are you trying to do? Or like he said, he ain't really interested in doing whatever. And I'm just like that, like in my mind, I'm like, this is like a really a big deal. I don't think that if I sat down and showed like the person how passionate I am about the situation that they would like curve me like you are right now. Mm-hmm. But, and then, but you don't lose anything by just saying like, Hey, Keith has a, a movie he's trying to do. And these people, and these people know me personally, it's just that I don't have their contact information. They're not really social media people. So I would like physically have to talk to them or like physically see them in person to like talk to them. But it's just kind of it just gets frustrating because you know that all it takes is like a little bit of communication, but mm-hmm. these people are like dismissing like you know their idea. This is how I've seen it. Like immediately, I've seen it this way. I just think that people never see the big picture. Mm-hmm. They never see the big picture, and they only pay attention to those that have made it in their mind. So if you have not made it, then they don't care about what the fuck you're doing. But here's the problem with that. The problem with that is I'm not saying this because, you know, Keith is my brother and my co-host. I'm saying this because I know Keith's going to do great things. And he's a very he's very forward thinking. He's he's doing things now and, att- and attempting to do things now 
that I have not seen anyone else doing and they have not and if they did it it was shit okay so <laughs> <laughs> so being as that is the case he may be small fries to you now but he's definitely going to be big potatoes and at at this and my thing is too the podcast and what Keith is doing I just have a great projection for all of it but my thing is is I've never wanted to Keith, he definitely is not begging anyone for anything. He's just trying to, you know, bring awareness and and get and and uh, communicate and network. That was his only thing, and it was too big of a deal for everyone else like that he wanted to contact. So it's not like, hey, help me, man, please, man, I'm trying to get some help. It's yeah, more yeah. or less like I'm trying to include you on this, but since you don't want to do it, okay. And mm-hmm. then once everything becomes a big deal. And there's more eyes on what Keith is doing, what we're doing. I don't want to be like, you know, like all of a sudden now you want to fucking, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm not going to hold a grudge mm-hmm. or anything, but it's like you didn't see the importance in what we were doing and what Keith was doing until that shit blew up. And now all of a sudden you want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You could just sit in the front row and watch, motherfucker. Yeah. You you see you you those things always come back though. Like mm-hmm. I feel like me, if anyone was trying to get in contact with any one of you, somebody was like, Hey, like I was trying to talk to Tree, I want him to, you know, help me with some stand up jokes or I want him to, you know, read over the script for me, or I want to talk to Eddie, like, you know, I'm you know, I'm trying to get into podcasting. Like it's easy. Like literally a phone call yeah, yeah. or a text message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's like basically you really don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. Yeah, man. It's one of those things. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um <clears throat> for some reason it seems like in America or just in in our American culture, we have like this appropriated view of alcoholism. Like, oh my God, I was so drunk on Friday. Like, we're so fucked up. <laughs> and everybody's cool with it. Yeah. But you you leave out the part where innocent people die in car crashes from alcohol. You leave out the part where people have sclerosis of the, of the liver. Mm-hmm. You leave out the part where people have all kind of other health issues involved with alcohol and losing family members and all kinds of shit. But for mm-hmm. some reason, just because it's legal, I guess, everybody's like, we're going to get fucked up. Woo! Yeah. Like, no. Being an alcoholic is not fucking cool. Mm-hmm. All right? And before we start talking about this, I got a story I want to share. It's story time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Back, back in the day, probably like 2007, I was working at a department store. And uh, there was this guy... Uh, that worked in the, I worked at Sears. I worked in shipping and receiving and I was just a college kid. And uh, there was a guy that worked in uh, hardware and uh, he told me about a guy he worked with, but I knew that he used to work with at, uh, I think it was a target, but the guy used to always come to the store and talk to us. So he was like a mutual friend, but he was one of those guys that all the girls like, you know, he was, you know, kind of handsome dude, kind of was in shape you know all the girls like oh my god he's cute like a ladies man right Mm -hmm. so we go to a christmas party we're all hanging out having drinks everybody's having fun and the ladies man that guy he just disappears out of nowhere right so before he disappeared he was shit-faced drunk 
And he was real drunk and he was cracking these weird jokes and everybody's like, damn, this guy's fucked up. <laughs> so the guy disappears and we're like, I was like, hey man, what happened to your boy? He's like, I don't know. We've been fucking looking for him, trying to call him and shit. And back then cell phones were not as, you know, like everybody did not have smartphones back then. Back mm-hmm. then we had the little flip phones, razors and shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm on my razor. I'm calling his friend. He's calling his friend. Everybody's trying to text him and shit. Eventually, uh, uh, I leave, I leave, and I'm not drunk, but my my homie that was with me drove back. But we take off, and then the homie hits me up and says, "Dude, you'll never guess what happened, bro." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "My boy, my homie, you know the the, the guy, the ladies' man guy. He found that guy in his closet because I guess the guy he 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 confused the the closet for the bathroom, mm-hmm. and he shit all over the wall. He shit all over that guy's shoes and peed." They found that guy in his own filth. Mm. So can you please tell me how cool it is to be an alcoholic? <laughs> you don't matter how good you look or how cool you think you are, yeah. you will be shitting on yourself in somebody's closet. Yeah. So as I don't understand why we we act like this shit is cool when it's not. Yeah. I think for me, alcohol has painted more negative pictures in my memory than like positive ones like i like even work when you're working at a club you just see a bunch of drunk people <laughs> no shit yeah <laughs> and it's like most of the time they're 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 really aggressive or you know they're staggering outside of the club or whatever the case may be or even you know in your personal life you just see you know a whole bunch of drama that gets only gets escalated by alcohol so it's like I don't really see, you know, the fun side of it. You know, the fun side, the only time I see the fun side of alcohol is in commercials where they try to like paint a picture like, oh my gosh, drink this Corona and you can be cool or drink right. this Takati's or, or drink this Dos Equis. I don't think I ever seen Takati Takati's commercial, but drink this Dos Equis. Takati is just a man. This is just an ad of some dude laying on the couch looking like shit. <laughs> but definitely Dos Equis, their whole motto is like, if you drink this, you're cool. Like, if you yeah. drink this, you could be the coolest man you in You could the be world. an old man smashing 23-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but in the real in the real world, like, drinking alcohol is totally different. There's so, yeah. DUIs mm-hmm. and fights and, you know, falling downstairs. Exactly. And all kind of crazy. And if you're old, 23-year-olds don't really want you unless you're rich. Yeah. They don't like old guys. Yeah. That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I don't. This is this is an interesting thing for me because, like, so, like, I don't drink at all, right? So, yeah. like, at all, like, my mom, like, if I get sick, my, sorry, if I get yeah. sick, uh-huh. man, this is so used to project it. So, if I get sick, <laughs> my, uh, my mom would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna make you a hotty toddy or something like that." I'd be like, "Oh, like, cool." Like for the longest time, I was like, "Why you call it just tea, right?" Mm-hmm. And then, like, like I. You know, you drink it and you're like, oh, oh, why am I sleepy? Like, all right, and now I knock out. Like, that's how that's how weak I am when it comes to like drinking, right? Yeah. So when I hear like people like um, I like my my seniors or my people who are growing up, I gotta stop making it teacher related. But like my my kids, I, I brought in some people and I was like, you know, what are we gonna do? Or, or ask them questions about college and they're like, y'all get turned, don't y'all? And I'm like, yeah. 
why are you asking like why is that the like, one why is like the like the that the first question they're like mom we just want to know how to like how they party and i was like i know you're seniors and so i know you can't party the way like you want to party mm-hmm. but i was like nobody like the older you get that party stuff like dies out and like that like that alcoholism or i've seen somebody get or I've heard of somebody and seen somebody get so drunk that they've jumped out a window before. Oh fuck! So anything, anything <laughs> that can make you feel like you're Superman is not something that I want in my body. Yeah, like they're just like I'm just gonna jump like I and then I'm gonna be okay. I hope. <laughs> so like that's just yeah. something. That's just something that like I, me personally, I'm like oh, I'm okay. Like I, I, I think it's also one of those things. These these kids or just people in general do these things because. It's the it's the way of looking cool, and they've never really truly experienced. It. And then once you get addicted to it, it's yeah. it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, I I personally I like I said I I find it I find it interesting when people I've said that most people like call me when they're drunk like yo like you can't even talk straight like you're not even like you're not even communicating you're just mumbling of of, of of words and so it's just like what why do you do this and it's like well for them this is their escape or this is the way to get out of whatever they're feeling or this is their time for them to express themselves i guess and so it's just it's it's wild and weird because like yeah it's been painted as something cool but every single every single time i've seen somebody like just shit face drunk i'm just like yo like (laughs) like this did this to you like like is this really you or like what's going on because you are just a mess and like you can't and they're like i'm gonna do the same thing tomorrow and i'm like how like 27 now how are you still doing this you need help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? This is what I, this is the most dangerous thing about alcohol. Uh, me, I drink here and there. I got a whole case of beer in my refrigerator that's been there for a while. I've knocked one back every blue moon. But it's just like, no. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the crazy thing about alcohol is depending on the person, there are different behaviors. Oh, for sure. You know, there's some people that they get drunk and they want to fight everybody like, let's go, bro. And you'd be like, there's nobody yeah. standing there, dude. What are you talking to? <laughs> yeah. Or there'll be or there's some people that get incredibly horny and sleep with anyone because right. they can't they don't they just they can't control themselves. Mm-hmm. There's some people that just completely like neurologically just shut down and they're like, what the fuck? Where am I? And you'd be like, in your house, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's why alcohol is dangerous because the the behaviors associated with it it's like rolling the dice. Yeah. You, yeah. And, and sometimes it's like you might have a guy that wants to fight you or there might be someone that or, or I've always I've been like sober, completely sober and been in a club and had a chick that wouldn't get off of me. Like she keeps grabbing me. I'm like, "Hey, hey, chill, girl." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, want you? I want you." I'm like, "Get the What's fuck the off of me." Right. Yeah. Trying to kiss me and shit. You'd be like, "Look, girl, like you need to go somewhere." Yeah. And and it's just crazy how people throw themselves in the same loop every week. And the worst thing about it is how much money people spend on being drunks. That shit could go to something else. Mm-hmm. You your life could you could never enhance your life being alcoholic. I know some people that say, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the police academy and I'm gonna do this and that. I'm like, hey, you got my support, but then you keep seeing them on social media drinking themselves under the table. Yeah. You're like, dude. You post, you post pictures, of, you post pictures and videos of yourself drinking all the time. We're too fucking old for this behavior. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 33 years old. I know people my age that do this shit. You're 27, right? Yep. You're 25. 20, wait, 26. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, you're young. That's what you are. <laughs> you're 26. You're getting everybody's age. See, I'm getting so old. I'm forgetting people's fucking age. <laughs> but we're too old to be yeah. doing this shit. 
I think that if you drink and it's in a like a, 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 a celebratory manner, like if you're celebrating or whatnot, that's cool. Yeah. Even if you get shit faced. Yeah. But if you make it a regular thing, it ain't cool. You got a problem and you need fucking help. Yeah. I think I think that's the part that people miss is that those people they're not having fun all the time. Hell they're no. trying to suppress whatever thoughts they're flowing through their mind when they're sober. You said thought. Well, most people that drink a lot is thought. Nah. <laughs> 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 I had a homie back in the day that used to call him Bud Light Horse. <laughs> what? Like, what? <laughs> like, man, she a Bud Light hoe, man. I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> That's a crazy term. I ain't never heard of shit like that. Yeah. I think yeah. about that stuff all the time though. Like I was like, I know if I drink, uh I, I, there's only two there's only two options that I have. I'm either going to be the person who talks a lot of shit, and I'm not built to talk like, I already talk a lot of shit sober. <laughs> So, like, I already pushed the extremes sober. So, me being drunk is going to be like, I have to fight somebody. Like, it's, it's just like that. Or I'm going to be that super sad, depressed nigga. And like, like, just like, just like, yo, like, life ain't what it, life ain't what it is. And they're like, but you're a teacher. But, like, this ain't what I want to do, man. Like, this ain't what I want to do. Like, y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? So, it's just like, let me just avoid both of those, both of those things. But, like. But like you see, like I, I have, I have friends who, like, like you said, they party like every other day, oh and like they God. drink every other day. And I'm like, what are you like? What are you running away from? Because this is this is tough. And like I, I like you know my my girlfriend will be like, you know, you want to go out to the club? And I'm like, no. And she's like, why? And I was like, because I have you already. Like so, that's that part, right? Yeah, that's that part. Yeah, yeah. And then two, and two is just like to do what to like drink like. Like to go, to like go waste money. Like you know how much money we waste. <laughs> like people waste going to the club and drinking. Like you can go buy. It's cheaper for you to go to like a Winco or anywhere, to any any local thing, and just like go buy some alcohol. Yeah. This is to go to a bar and it's just like, well, today we gotta celebrate. I'm like, yo, like now now that I have teacher money, I'm like, yo, that's that's stupid. Like, <laughs> I'm about to go waste all this money to just hang out. No, to to be to for you to be drunk. Nah. You, you know, you see how crazy that sounds. Like uh. for people to go, like you're going to the club and you're spending a lot. You're you're spending a lot more money on alcohol, like super marked up alcohol prices. Mm-hmm. And then there's, um, you know, not there's probably you know fifty, sixty, seventy people in there. Like you, it's just uncomfortable being around that many people anytime. And then the music is way too loud. Right. Like oh you God. can't even have a conversation without nope. like talking super close in somebody's ear and yelling. It's right. like just the whole atmosphere. If you just wrote it down on a piece of paper without saying it's a club, anybody would be like, "Why would I ever go there?" You know what I mean? It's terrible. The, just yeah. a, the club. Speaking of that too, the club <clears throat> is just a joke. I, 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 I last time I've been, it's been forever that I've been to the club. But I went to the club and I felt so out of place. Me and my homie just left. We was like. Nigga, we too old to be. <laughs> it was girl, it was girls in there doing new dances and shit. <laughs> and somebody told me like, you ain't never too old to be in the club, man. You just you just like you just I guess you just a square. I'm like, nah. Whatever the fuck a square is, you mean a guy that just works works hard and minds his business? Yeah. Like no, that ain't my environment. I find it much more conducive. Like if I wanna like say I wanna, um, I'm chilling with a chick or something. I take them out to dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, let's go to dinner. I'll take you here. And they're like, oh, cool. Because we can actually talk. Right. Yeah. In the club, you're like, 
Hey, so where are you from? Yeah. I'm from Bakersfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long you been living here? All right. of my life. <laughs> it's like, why the fuck are we here? Yeah. Man? Like, no. Like, this is no. No, thanks. I had one chick I was talking to her in her ear one day. This is just awkward. I don't just kiss random women, especially. I'm talking to her. She's like, hey, you're cool. I was like, hey, thanks. And I, I, re- I bent down to say something, and she put her mouth on my mouth. I was like, hey, man, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> don't kiss me. <laughs> Like, I love your lips. What the oh, heck? Like, oh man, you probably was kissing like five dudes. Yeah, she's doing some get out type stuff. Yeah, like, yeah what the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah, that negrophilia. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they walk up to Keith in the club like, oh my god, I think I've seen you in a movie. <laughs> Keith's like, nah, I don't think you've seen that. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, Keith gives some shit like. Oh my God! You remind me of my last boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang! Women do be having types, though. Yeah. Sometimes I would talk to a girl, and then we just stop talking for whatever reason, and then she'll pop up on social media with somebody that looked like it could be my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he got a backwards hat now. <laughs> <laughs> Same height. <laughs> Do it all. <laughs> <laughs> You're an art student. I'm mad. Just like, yeah, he just got his degree in <laughs> film and animation. He went to New Mexico State. He would go to University of New Mexico. I'd yeah. be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. No, I was thinking about like the the club thing because like like my girl, she's just like, let's try, it. like like let's do stuff like, and like I never got it. Like for guys, like it was always like we're going to the club to go like. Get women, right? Right? Yeah. So, like, uh, girls go specifically for to go have a good time, mm-hmm. and it's to avoid going home with men. Mm-hmm. It's the most counterproductive <laughs> shit I've ever thought of in my life. Like, it's like I'm about to go to the club, and they're even like, I'm gonna get drunk, mm-hmm. and that's going. That, of course, that's gonna help, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna be drunk, and of course, that's also gonna help. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's it's like the, I've never I've, the concept of it has always been like a wild and ridiculous thing to me because like you now have things like 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 we're older so like there's like kickbacks or whatever right mm-hmm. and it's like a kickback makes a hundred percent more sense yeah than any other like uh like you even got like a, a like a security or yeah. or anything like you could there's a million things that like like a club is set off to be like a negative experience right exactly yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think with me, what's cool is, is as you get older, there's certain scenes that become more regular outings, which is cool. Like I like barbecues, yeah, you know, um, or just like uh, what do you call it? Like a uh, what the fuck do you call it when everybody brings a bunch of different food? A potluck, a potluck type atmosphere, mm-hmm. um, or you just go over somebody's house, have some drinks, and eat, or take a chick out to dinner. Or invite her over my house for dinner, and then mm. we'll have breakfast next morning. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, Eddie. A real screenwriter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dang! Yeah, man. But I just think that as you mature, you only put yourself in so many places, right? And yeah, I think cl- it's a mental health thing. Like, yeah, you got something on your lip, man. What is it? I don't know. You- Flake. Oh, that was weird. Some yeah, that was dandruff. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? You've been eating cornflakes or something? 
no, good thing this is on video. This is not on video. Because if it was, right. you'd be like, what the fuck is that? Flight? <laughs> it's been there for like five minutes. Like, hey, you got Captain Crunch on his face. <laughs> Go ahead. You were saying something? Uh, Captain? Totally Go ahead. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> He's a <like>, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Key. Oh, oh, the mental health thing. I was going to mm-hmm. say, like, for me, being in clubs, it, like, kind of stresses me out. <laughs> So I just don't go. But like going to the movies is like like extremely peaceful for me. And mm. sometimes I'll go to a go to a movie with a person for like a selfish reason. Like I'm only inviting you so I'm not going alone. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have a problem with going to the movies alone like during the day though. Like I can go alone during the day, but at night like I feel like I'll run into somebody and I'll just be in there alone and it will it will be a weird conversation. Like, hey, so what do you know? What's going on here? <laughs> so who you with? <laughs> yeah, the people always do that for some reason. Oh, so who you with? You be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why is that even an important yeah, question? Yeah, I went to the movies with some chick. It was probably like uh, I don't know. It was like le- like late, like eleven something. I was getting out of theater, and I seen somebody. And it's like, oh, okay, that's real. What you watch? I'm like, oh, I watch this. We're like, oh, so who you with? You be like, yeah. And then and then she came out of the bathroom. I was like, oh, there she is. And he was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, why is this a relevant question? Yeah. It's nosy. <laughs> yeah. It's nosy. Because then what happened is they'd be like, oh, I seen that nigga Eddie. He was over there by himself at the movie. <laughs> exactly. I, I, seen that, I seen that big lonely ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the movies is cool, though. It, it, it's like, it's not the best place to... This is what I'll say. Depending on the movie, too. Like, if... if It depends on what you want to do with the girl that you take to the movies. Like, if you like her, like her, then you could take her to a more, like, um, deeper movie. You know, something that was actually will engage you. But if you're just trying to smash, just take her to see Wreck-It Ralph or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just don't take her to some tell real shit. Tell her it's shit. a metaphor. Uh, <laughs> I said, tell her it's a metaphor. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to wreck you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, my God. All right, man. Let's let's talk a little more about uh, Mr. Hobson here. Um, when you first came here, I don't think you even had started yet. At your job, it was the first week. Right? It, was it was the first, first week. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it was, was it right before it. I think no, it, it was. was. He had one week of school. I had one week of school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you hadn't. You guys hadn't had no real material yet. The whole no, week. no, 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 no. They didn't give me anything. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> we. So like first week of school, like uh, like you go up there, and it's so it's so weird. Like you're the like they walk into your classroom, and uh, like you're 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 the teacher. And like the like, there's like they like every single teacher have said this. Like, there's nothing to prepare you for the first day or the first week of school because you have no idea. And so the first week of school, we were just there, and like every single day became its own little physical. Like, oh, like what am I doing? And hopefully, it, it's you're you're freaking out. What are you doing? But hopefully, they don't notice. Well, turns out they don't notice. <laughs> All my life, I thought all these teachers had their shit together. They did not. Yeah. Like, even your best teacher was out there freestyling. Just, ah, <laughs> maybe if I write on the board just a little bit longer. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> shit has been eye-opening. Yeah, you're just teaching the kids random shit. But it was, it's not even just that. Like, I, like, just, like, little things. Like, I used to think that uh, there was something behind. Like, you know, like, they, like you have a, a, maybe not at BHS, but 
at the school that I'm at, they have like little secret rooms. They're like, they're like, no students allowed, right? I don't know if you guys ever had this thing, but it's like no students allowed. And like I went back there, I was like, I right, they gotta be like, so there's gotta be some like vending machine. There gotta be something. There's nothing. It's absolutely, like the secret, like it's like the Wizard of Oz. I was like, oh, this shit is trash. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I signed up. This is my career now. Like, there's nothing back here. And my kids were like, what's back there? I was like, let's all go see. So I took like 60 kids. I was like, so crushing dreams out here. You don't want to be a teacher? Come back here and look. Like, it's, it's done. It's done. <laughs> no, there's nothing back here. So, oh, so, so the whole, there's always that one teacher that just can't stay on topic. They always go on a tangent. Is that... Is he improving because he doesn't know what else to teach? <laughs> I, see, no, I, I, I I don't know because like I I'm a person who goes off of tangents in general. It's boring up there, man. Yeah. You got like you got thirty students looking at you and like you're just like man, like you have nothing, like nothing happened last night because you didn't drink, <laughs> like you you didn't turn up or you didn't do anything. Uh, sometimes I think they go off of tangents though because it's it's mostly boredom. Yeah, like you're around them, like you're like I I need to pass the time. Like this is just legit boredom. Like I know when my kids, I give my kids quick rights and I give them five minutes, and I'm like, all right, this is this silence is just just killing me. And yeah. you guys can't even write like five sentences. So let's <laughs> like I, let me just tell you about what something that happened yesterday. Like let's reflect and let me try to connect this with you. So uh, it depends. Sometimes they go off a tangent because like legit, I I've walked in and seen people they have nothing planned, so they're like, oh, let's get in a circle. Yeah, and let's talk. Like legit, like let's just talk for fifty six minutes, oh, and it's just like, man, like, so did you teach them anything? Nah, but we called this, we called this emotional learning. <laughs> it's like, well, damn, oh, okay, <laughs> emotional oh, learning. yeah, emotional learning. We <laughs> all connected on a deeper level today. It, it'll be some random shit. Like you'll be, you'll run out of shit to say, and be, and then at the end, be like, okay, oh, and this is why teriyaki chicken is better than orange chicken. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You'll be like, what the fuck are you yeah. teaching what, yeah, me, what, man? What, what happened? Like, what happened? Yeah. I thought we were learning about similes today, and it's like, nah. Mr. Nah. Hobson taught me how to eat with chopsticks. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I, we, used yeah. to, we used to love those teachers though that went on tangents. Yeah, because you you could kind of like coax like coax them into going into these tangents. Yeah, my my students <clears throat> attempt to do that stuff, and I was like, I don't think you understand. Like, this is better for me. Like, yeah. you still have a test. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah. So like I like I said I enjoy it. Like I I remember I remember being the student more than like I'm I'm figuring out being the teacher. Oh yeah. I 100 percent know what you're doing at all times. Like I have kids like like. They, for some reason, think that they can hear or they, that they can speak lower than I can hear. And, like, we're in a room. Just like, just like this, we can hear everything. Mm-hmm. Like, like why, why? Like, they try to pull stuff as if stuff is new. Like, we, I already know how you cheat. I already know how you cheat. I was just in college. Mm-hmm. You can't bullshit a bullshit or, like, you can't do yeah. this. Like, I, I know every little thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, it's weird. Like, I, I, I've had kids that's just like, Mr. Hobson, like, what do you think about this? I'm going to tell you. But you still go get this work done. <laughs> right. Mr. Hoss, you talked to us for 10 minutes. Yeah. You looks like you guys didn't write anything down. So it looks like you can't do two things at once. Well, yeah. that sucks. It's due. <laughs> I used to I used to bullshit my teacher. I was telling you guys about earlier, mm-hmm. Mr. Taylor. And he was like an old nerdy guy. And, and I knew he was about to go on a tangent when he'd be like, well, any rate, we would, uh, <laughs> once he said that, I told my homie Todd, I was like, once I get this nigga to say any rate. <laughs> That's when this shit's over. Yeah. So it'd be like, yeah, well, we were, uh, yeah, basically the syllabus. And then, I mean, any rate, I'm like, yeah, now we got it. We just got 20 more minutes of this fucking class. Yeah. Yeah, That's man. Right. Good times. And or the teacher that would just literally come in there with that big ass TV with the strap to that gurney oh my God. with the wheels on it. 
I you watching some Bill Nye or some shit? <laughs> I have I have so badly wanted to watch Bill Nye in my class, but I teach English. <laughs> like, 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 like I was just like, I, I bet they don't even know who this guy is. Like I'm gonna show you. Like can we watch like the Magic School Bus? Can we do something? And they're just yeah. like, nah, like nothing. Like like we can't. So our job now, we can't. We can use um, technology, but we can't use technology to like show a video. So like. Um, there's a guy who made a joke. He was like, you know, if if you guys were watching a video uh, back in the day, it's yeah. probably because the teacher was hungover. Probably. Probably, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, now it's just like, no, you can't watch no video, period. Don't care. Like, you know, like, no, Damn. these kids, like, they're, they already watch YouTube. Like, what? So you yeah. have to, like, le- le- legit, you can't, you can't do that. And I'm like, man, like, I remember the good old days where, like, a teacher was just like, today's just not it, guys. We're watching a movie. Yeah, that's why you the best. <laughs> you know what was weird? I know you guys remember Bill Nye, but do you remember Beekman's World? Nah, nah. That's I, more, I do and I don't. Beekman's World was more when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I'm a little bit older than you guys. But uh, Bill Nye was a, I was a little bit older when Bill Nye came out, but that was still like early '90s mm-hmm. when that came out. Mm-hmm. Bill Nye, this science guy. Bill, 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 <laughs> Bill. Bill. Yeah, Bill Nye, Bill Nye actually looked old when we were like still in yeah. school. Yeah, like it didn't look like it was our time period. It still looked like a little bit before. But you know, I would love those days when they just rolled out the TV. I'd be chilling. Yeah, or you watch those old uh, uh, Steve Irwin videos. I never watched sure. those. I did. Uh, and the uh, the what is it? The bill of there was some little <clears throat> super super old schoolhouse rock. Schoolhouse rock. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I'm just a bill. bill. <laughs> we watched that in junior high. I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. I might mess around and play that one day. <laughs> <laughs> I might. <laughs> it's important for you seniors to that, know this. That shit is so old. It was out when my dad was a kid. I, I knew see like I knew it was old, but that's just that's tough. That's what good rhymes would do. <laughs> it might last forever. <laughs> a, it was one with the nouns. You know your nouns. You know your nouns. And then it was like the little dude was like, Oh, I don't know my nouns. Can you teach me? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. sounds crazy. Yeah, man. It's good old Good old, like, uh, uh, they had a better way of engaging yeah. kids to learn back yeah. then. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's a it's a real, like, talent to create these, um, you know, these simple ways of kids, you know, to learn like that. And then you see, like, it stands a testament of time. Like, they're yes. still using these things to teach kids stuff. Yep. Yeah. I know this is funny, but what's one plus one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's crazy. I would love to, you know, that's an ideal job to be doing something like that. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope for you. Like Mm. teaching, like literally coming out with like animated animated films Mm -hmm. and the target is just to get kids, to get kids engaged. Mm -hmm. I think that the the most genius thing, and I think Charlemagne was talking about this recently, is how movies like Shrek, how movies like uh, Wreck-It Ralph, movies like... Uh, shit, I forgot another one, but they do a good job of entertaining kids and, and adults. adults. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they do it because they know that the kids watch the movie with the adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't want to just have a, a child-based movie where they, all they do is make weird sound effects the whole time, like, woo, yeah, woo. Yeah. And then the parents going to tune out like, fuck this. That's, what, that's the difference between like kids' TV and kids' films. 
because kids TV, you don't need an adult present watching with you. Like, no, you know, you they can send the kid in the living room. Sometimes and then you go do though, because that shit be wild. Sometimes I still can't get over uh, Looney Tunes for the for the long uh, for the longest time. Pepe Le Pew was one of the most weirdest concepts to me ever. This dude was legit like a rapist. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that nigga was, was R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like, yo, this dude is wilding right now. Yeah. They're like, watch this, and I'm like, I don't want to be like this guy. Yeah. I was like, so I guess I learned something today. <laughs> Like, yeah, hey, that that's that skunk was fucking Harvey Weinstein and R. Kelly is right. one skunk. Just just a horrible <laughs> a <real> guy. Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think the thing, the weird thing about um, like kids entertainment back then is it wasn't really like childish. Like today, if you were to like turn on the same channels that we watched when we were kids, the 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 shows that are on there are real like they feel like dumbed down versions mm-hmm. of like what we used to watch. True. But like 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 we were saying like watching that like Looney Tunes back then was normal, but in hindsight it sounds crazy that somebody would be like going after a rabbit with a gun or like stalking a girl that he really liked or yeah. like just it sounds crazy. That shit is real life though, man. Yeah. Chasing people with guns is what's really going on now. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole, and then the skunk chasing down a woman that they really like. Like, mm-hmm. that shit is really going on right now. Mm-hmm. How much did they have, did Looney Tunes have effect on cultures? That's how I'm, I'm blaming. <laughs> <laughs> <Indeed. laughs> That's crazy. Uh, rascally rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever know the effects, though, of like how they, that, that type of entertainment had on you know the generation that grew up on it. Yeah, I was one of them that grew up. I'm pretty normal, so yeah, whatever normal means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not that skunk. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the worst. I was like, Mom, what? What is this? Like, why are you showing this to me? Yeah. Like, watch. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. No. What was that chicken? When the little chicken, Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the that was the big one. Yeah. That was kind of low key racist though. He was like a black chicken. Yeah. He's like, come here. Get your head down there. Get all your head down there. What you doing over there? Good, good product placement for KFC. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That man was. Yeah. Oh, That's a, that, that, that just shows you how much um, entertainment reflects the time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because something like that, like most of the Looney Tunes material is not even acceptable today. No. Like, yeah. even some of the stuff when, like, you know, like, the, some of the early Disney stuff is not was not even acceptable, like, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then, like, transformed to 2019 when everybody's more aware. Like, I'm sure, like, 50% of those episodes are something, like, sketchy going on. Yeah, they even got rid of the song Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah, I seen that. I was just like, what the fuck? Somebody yeah. just, I, they just I had a really performance. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold out there. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of of everything. Hell yeah. They're going to get rid of our black ass soon. Oh, man. (laughs) Get Eddie out of here. (laughs) We get canceled after 42 episodes. (laughs) Tired of shit. Yeah. Tree, you were saying something? No, 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 no. You guys are good. You good? Oh. I forgot. (laughs) My bad. See, I hate when I do that. No, no, you're good. I don't like cutting people off. No, you're good. All right. Well, I'm cutting you off now. Um, <laughs> all right, man. In a nutshell, I don't know if he finished his whole thought. Um, what is what is the biggest difference from when you first started to now in regards to expectations versus reality? Let's go ahead and end on that. Uh, 
my expectations were uh i don't that's that's tough my expectations were that i because i i went there so like i had all this like i i already have all this self-pressure to want to do good and have them like avoid the stuff that i that i went through but the reality that i've come to grow into is that like these kids are going to make their own decision so and they're going to do stuff it doesn't I can I can bend over backwards for them and try to help them as much as I can and I do. But um, the reality of the situation is they're gonna they're gonna live their own lives. True. So um, when I first started at when I first started at the school, that's what I thought. I was like, I'm not that I'm a superhero or I'm gonna go save the day or anything like that. But I was like, I can I can be that like that um that role model. That hey, look, if I can do it, y'all got it. And and now it's it's you guys are gonna have to get it or it's sink or swim time. Like so Exactly. So um my I've once I accepted that, school's been so much easier. For at least for me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully for them. I don't know. But for me it's definitely been easier. Like I my job isn't to save you. My job is to let you know what what comes next is a million times harder than this. Mm-hmm. If you can't do what you're supposed to do. So uh yeah, I just grown into that. I one one of my friends um, one of my friends, um, Blue. He's a he's a track coach, and the this I would like for, for whatever reason this always stuck with me. He was like the he was saying like you know the he was re- making a reference to sports and basically saying like the teams that are successful like and no matter what like no matter how talented they are or whatever the teams that are successful is, are the ones that buy in mm-hmm. you know they believe what the coach is saying they believe in the schemes they believe like you know practices are important those type of things so i think like kind of what you're saying like similar to students like the students are you know it doesn't matter how smart they are it doesn't matter you know whatever as long as they buy in you know they're going to be successful mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I, I constantly tell, especially my seniors, like it's been it's been a weird, um, been a weird time because I, I, I guess in a in a, a, a as quick as possible, I didn't go to my senior year, so like I would go to school, but like I'd not go to any of the classes, oh, so shit. I didn't I didn't graduate on time, so I failed English. Damn. And history. So for me, it's like I like like I said, it's karma for me. When my kid says something, I'm like, ha, ha, I did that. <laughs> I deserve that. Like I, I did that. Yeah, all right, all right. That's all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I like I had to work extreme so much more harder than everybody else, um, to to get to where I'm at. So I'm like I like I, as I said before, like I try to tell them like, hey, like if you do this, you'll you'll avoid this 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 path. Now, not many people, I was like, I've been down it, but not many people get to fix what the mistakes that they made. And um, I'm just one of the lucky ones. And they're like, well, if you like, they don't know that I haven't, like, I haven't told them that yet. Mm-hmm. But like, um, they're like, why are you so hard on us? Or why do you push us so much? And it's like, because it's, it's, it's as, as we said earlier, college isn't hard. It's time consuming. And we're just extremely lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and even if they don't go to college, the life is so much more like college is the escape to to not having to deal with life. We still have you still have bills you're going to have to pay. You just get to wait until you're, you know, 22, 23. DJ asked me uh, yesterday. He's like, hey, man, how many jobs have you had in your life? And I was like, uh, I've only had like four and he was like, dang, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, I've been in college for like six years. 
So yeah. like that's part of the reason why I have so many jobs. Yeah, uh, I I just got a so like one of my one of my kids was like, how many jobs have you had? And I was like, one. <laughs> like like yeah. what? Yeah. Oh, like man, like I was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, man, this is it forever. Unless they let some wild happen. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is this is me. And uh, it, it's it's one of those things where like I said, like it's it's. I, 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 the, the reality that I've learned is that like they don't know, yeah. And like I, it's like speaking into the reason why it's like speaking to a wall is because they they don't know. And so I, I've told my seniors, or I've even told my freshmen, I was like, you're experiencing now. Come back, come back next year. Like my door is wide open anytime. Come back next year and tell these kids, and you're gonna see it's like talking to a talking to a mm-hmm. wall again because. Mm-hmm. Anything and everything that you could tell them, you could be like, if you do this in Mr. Hobson's class, you'll get a straight A. And they'll be like, don't tell me what to do. Like, I'm going to not do this now just to yeah. like just to spite you. And um, I've also learned w- one more thing that I've learned is that these the, they are um, they're so smart. Like they're like like kids are like they're so, so smart. It's just like uh, they're not some of them aren't educational smart. Like they're not they're mm-hmm. not book smart. But they're street smarter. They're like they're they're just like they're they're smart. They're talented. They're creative, and uh, teachers have a struggle with not knowing uh, that English might not be their their best class. Maybe they're super good at math. So don't be mad at them because they don't care about mm-hmm. English. Mm-hmm. Your class isn't the most important class, and so I've learned that because yeah, I had a kid that's like a genius, and like they had like an F in my class, and I was like, yo, like. <laughs> What are you doing? And they're just like, well, I really just like singing. And I was like, well, sing your ass outside. Like, <laughs> like, like, like wasting both of our time. And like, I had to like, like connect with that person. And once I connected with them, I was like, yo, like, I just need you to show me some effort. Yeah. They gave you some effort. They got an F. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, like, like, but like, that was the thing. Like, they weren't showing me effort. And so they showed me effort. And then, like, they, like, their grade, like, their grade, like, jumped up to, like, a, a C. So, like, they, they went up passing the class. And it's like, just, just show me like like and like you have to try and they're like well I didn't know I thought you didn't like me and I was like I don't once again I don't dislike you you are like you're just you're my student I have this is my job I care about you I want you to be successful but like I can't be your like I'm not your friend yeah. and that's what that's been weird going mm-hmm. through so mm-hmm. hey, man that's yeah that's really interesting I think sometimes I when I t- even like the most simple so you're, you're talking about like kids like not it's like talking to a wall like in the grand scheme of things, but even on like a day-to-day basis, you can explain something like multiple, multiple mm-hmm. times. I, I oftentimes catch myself being like, okay, I'm not telling you how to do this assignment again. So like this person that's working on it right next to you, <laughs> can you please explain <laughs> yeah, yeah. to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can you come get your man? <laughs> I'm, a, yeah, I'm a huge believer in uh, like they have this thing where it's like teacher, 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 students, and I'm like I, I'm too new, <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's too much pressure. I'm gonna teach. Uh, who who got who understood this question? I did. Explain to them because there's yeah. something that's missing. Mm-hmm. That I'm I'm saying something that doesn't connect to them. Maybe I'm speaking too. Maybe I'm speaking too. Yeah. Too smart or something like that. Yeah. Dumb even down, even words like. Uh, they their vocabulary is nowhere near your vocabulary. So even simple words like, um, I don't. It was some like these kids are in junior high, and I don't realize like what ver- vocabulary I was using in junior high. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I could say like, 
just a word like verbatim or, you know, something that I could just normally just yeah, throw yeah, out yeah. there. And they just like, what? What are you talking about? I'm in junior high. I'll be like, well. What's up, verbatim? <laughs> my my seniors uh, just started realizing. I asked them. I was like, uh, they had a quick write. So I was like, how mm-hmm. full is your glass? And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? And I was like, your glass. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, is it half full, half empty? They're like, but what glass? Like, what are you talking? I don't have any glass. And I'm like, we ain't got no cup, Mister Hobson. Yeah, I was like, but you're going to college. Like, why don't you? Like, why don't you know this? And then I was just like, so, like, are you pest? Are you pessimistic? Are you optimistic? And they're like, we don't know, like, what that is. Now, this class that I'm teaching is for people going to college, and I'm like, oh what do my you, god, what do you, what do you mean you don't know what optimistic and pessimistic is? And so, like, <laughs> being the asshole that I'm at, that I am, I was like, oh hell no! Like, y'all signing up for this this website, and we're all learning words every single day. We're learning a brand new word, yeah. and they're like, Mister Hobson. Like you really hate us, and I'm like, nah, I just don't want you to be like not successful. Yeah, and you not knowing words is what's going. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what pessimistic and optimistic means, uh, we're we're in trouble. <laughs> Mr. Hobson, what is narcissistic? Something that you are. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Some, something that you can look up on your cell phone if you weren't just typing on Instagram yeah. right now. How you yeah. spell that? Ah, right, well, <laughs> you should tell them to download the the dictionary app. Oh yeah, it, it has like a notification every day with a new word. Oh yes, I need to, I need to do that. Yeah, and I mean I'm not dumb. I have okay vocabulary, but it's always good to learn something. Yeah, yeah. you know, incorporate it in your everyday you know speech, mm-hmm. but not to everybody though, because mm-hmm. then they'll be like, "What that mean?" <laughs> and you gotta your, yeah, you gotta teach them, and you don't get paid for it. <laughs> what right. is a cat? It's an animal, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> It's a species. They can just chill. <laughs> Fucking jerk. <laughs> All right, man. You got anything else, man? Nah, that's All right, it. man. Well, we're going to go ahead and close this down. Episode 42. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, what? the pro-black thing. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, go Real ahead, quick. man. Go ahead. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> you have to introduce the topic. Oh, oh. Uh, can you be considered pro-black if you're dating out of your culture like if you're dating out of your race can you be pro-black now first of all folks for all those that may not understand what black is and or they have a pro, uh, pro-black or have a perception of it mm-hmm. this is basically someone who is you know that recognizes the disparities in the black community and mm-hmm. they speak up about it and whatnot and they care about black issues and they support black, black empowerment encourages black empower, black empowerment and mm-hmm. They support black businesses and X and Y. Mm-hmm. So can you be that person and be in a relationship with so with you know white girl or Asian or Mexican girl or whatever the case? Mm-hmm. I'll give my perspective on that after Keith goes yeah. into that. I I think you can. So some people disagree, but the the way I look at it is like honestly, the most some of the most pro black people that I know are people that date outside of our race, and like these are people like. Like, for instance, I had a, a football coach when I was at BC, and um, he ran, like, the the whatever the black mm-hmm. um, group was at the school that was, you know, kind of uplifting black students and trying to get them to get better grades and stuff like was that. Mr. Kimbrough? No. Oh, well, he was, he was in there, but it was a, he wasn't the football coach. Oh, um, I'm tripping. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, he, he's doing all of this, and then all of a sudden I see – like his wife pull up and I realized she's this little short Asian girl. And I kind of, I kind of laughed to myself, but thinking about it now, I'm like that, like 
that has no bearing on, you know, what he's trying to do in, in the black community and exactly. what he's trying to do to these, you know, these young black kids. Exactly. Um, but it's like sometimes um, from the outside looking in, it could be like, oh, this dude, you know, he ain't really, you know, he ain't really down with the culture. He dating an Asian girl. But um, some of these people that are dating um, outside of their race are doing far more than people that are dating, you know, black girls or whatever. Um, and you can't really just like discredit anything that they're doing just because they chose to date someone that doesn't have the same skin complexion as them. Yeah, very true. Yeah, um, I that, I can come at this like three different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, everybody knows about uh, Jordan Peele, uh, yeah, right. So like you know he did Get Out, yeah. and uh, like the people bash him still. Uh, he has this thing called This Is Us, or that's, yeah. maybe that's no, that's a TV show. Us. Yes, Us. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're like, oh, he's he has this 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 black or he's this black dude. He's doing these black films, but he goes home to like a white woman, and right. people are like still bashing him for this thing, even though he's doing more more for the culture than like majority of directors. Like he's doing yeah. more something more positive, hiring people to to come up with this film and showing that like he's a comedy person. He's doing horror, mm-hmm. and he's changing. Yeah. He's literally changing perspective on things that like black people can do drama just as well as anybody and exactly. and like he's like pushing the envelope on stuff and people still bash that like because he goes up to a white or he goes home to a white woman that he has no idea or he's forgotten the struggle or he, he's yeah, yeah, even yeah. forgotten what color he is yeah um as a per, there, there's that so that's that's a famous person i guess mm-hmm. as a person who goes out with somebody that's white sorry caucasian love you boo <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, didn't want no disrespect there. Uh, <laughs> um, as a person who goes out with uh, that, that isn't that I am fully aware of the 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 what's going on. Like I, I've had somebody tell me um, my own family. Um, I was I before I told them who I was going out with. They were like, "Is she black?" And I'm like, "No." And it's like, "Why is she not?" And this person has went off on a whole entire tangent of why it's like we are brothers and sisters and we need to be together and be strong. And I'm like, "I'm I'm with you." I'm just with her. <laughs> like, like, I'm with you. Like, I agree with you. We do need to be strong. I'm just with her. Like, I just am attracted to her, and I like her right now. We're yeah. good, and she's not racist. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's just the little things, you know. Just yeah. don't call me a nigga. Nah. <laughs> know that Black Lives Matter, and I think we're good. Uh, uh, <laughs> quite easy. Uh, so there's this, there's this, like I said, there's this, this thing where where people are like, you know, if you do, if you go out with somebody outside your race, you don't care, and it's like, no, I care immensely. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's probably nobody else who I was like, as as far as being a, uh, even being a black teacher, just being a black adult now, uh, I didn't, there's there wasn't a lot of positive role models. Like we cling to them. They're black, black older men are superheroes when we're younger. So. I was like, I'm I'm as pro black as it gets. Uh, I get insulted all the time. Hell, uh, uh, you want to talk about expectations versus reality? I was going home. Uh, I was going home, and my bike got stolen. I was at a Dollar Tree or whatever, and I locked my bike up, and a homeless person stole my bike. And so I went and I went and chased after him, got the bike or whatever. They somebody saw that I was chasing after them, and they called the police. So I got reminded how black I am really quick. Even mm-hmm. though I'm a teacher, even though I have like the gear and all this stuff. I still got like I still got accused of stealing a bike that I own. Wow! This person is homeless, and I'm dressed like like in a teacher fit, like normal, like the khakis, like all this stuff. And it's like no, 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 no. You're a nigga, and I'm, <laughs> like, so like I did like wow. defend myself, and like they let the person go away and everything. And I was like, wow. I need bad numbers. I'm a teacher. And like that shit don't work. 
Mm-hmm. So like I've been reminded of this stuff. So uh, <laughs> my white girlfriend, being white, she was just like, well, you, I should have been there. I would have fixed everything. Yeah, probably. You probably would have gotten to cry or whatever. But like that, that's 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 mm-hmm. neither here nor there. But like yeah. the, the pro-blackness of it is like I, I'm quite aware of what color I am and I'm quite aware of what struggles we go through because I still go through it. There yeah. you go. I, I think, go ahead. You're, 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 I like that, um, the point which you made about uh, Jordan Peele. Because even like a guy like Childish Gambino, there you these go. are like the entertainers that are doing like Atlanta is all black cast mm-hmm. and like was like the jumping point for like multiple actors on mm-hmm. that that TV show and it's on FX which predominantly had like you know Always Sunny in Philadelphia and all these other like you know really really white shows and um he went on there and made the blackest show possible you right. know what i mean and like unapologetically black and Jordan you know Jordan Peele the same way like the new movie is all like all black like beautiful brown people in the movie so it's like, how could we say just because he's married to a white woman or he's dating a white girl that all of that goes out of the window? It doesn't really make yeah. sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she loves what he does. And here's another thing, what I find crazy. Like, if you make a black movie, right? You, we could call it that, but I'm tired of calling it that. It is a fucking movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Because when you watch a, a other movie or a superhero movie or cast and everyone's white, we don't bat an eye about it. Yeah. We don't. Nobody bats an eye. But when you get an all black cast and like um, Black Panther, or Wakanda, like oh, this is the highest grossing black film, or this is black this and that. Like no, nah, mm-hmm. this is a film. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a successful project, and it's obviously you know it's predominantly black in the movie, but it's like we are so underpresented in so many other things that it's just it's almost shocking to people when they see a all black movie. Mm-hmm. You know. I just, but my thing as far as going, not to get, not to stray off topic, but um, the whole Childish Gambino thing, there were black people attacking Childish Gambino when they found out that his girl or his fiance was white. There's like, how is he going to release This Is America and all of this and his girl's white? Like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, why are you attacking this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, he is doing more for the culture than you have ever done sitting on your couch. You were on Twitter. On Wi-Fi, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because your T-Mobile bill got cut off. <laughs> and you want to fucking voice your opinion on what he's doing. Like, yeah. look, man, like I, I'm i not with that. I think that if you like someone, I think it, it kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? It kind of transcends color. Yeah. yeah. Like you like them. Right. You don't like her because she's white. You don't have this. You know this this idea or this this excitement like she's white oh I love her like no mm-hmm. I like her for who she is I like her heart I like you know I like that mm-hmm. whether she was black white Mexican it doesn't matter yeah. but when you're a black man and you present and you promote this blackness it doesn't mean that you're any less black just because you're with the white woman right yeah. now if you're OJ Simpson that's different but if, <laughs> if but you said it though. You're you're still a black man. Yeah, you like, still live this reality. You can't yeah. you can't date a white woman and then all of a sudden turn into a white man. Like Unless you're, you're still. Sosa. Oh well, yeah. You said who? Unless you're Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Sammy Sosa. Oh god, what There's a piece some of chemistry shit. Chemistry you can yeah, use yeah. to turn into a this, white man. T- Sammy Sosa turned from looking like us to turn into an undercooked pastry. <laughs> <laughs> like last time I checked, he had like green eyes. I was like, oh what the god. hell happened? <laughs> He, he, hates, nasty, he hates his blackness. Yeah. Like, he really hates he hates it because 
how do you go from being your whole career being this? And he's Dominican. Dominican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dominican is just basically a black man. It's just you know Latino, Spanish. the Spanish. Like I play baseball, you know, baseball. <laughs> uh, Sammy, how do you feel about breaking a home run record? You know, uh, you know baseball. Uh, remember, how, remember how confused you were as a kid when you seen a Dominican with a Mexican act, or not? I'm sorry, that sounds crazy. A Spanish accent. <laughs> 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 it's like you know, uh, I feel good. You know, baseball. You know, Jesus, Jesus cry. You know, Jesus cry. Baseball. You know. So Sammy, what are you gonna do? You gonna go to Disneyland? You know, at uh, baseball. You know? <laughs> I always find it funny that people that speak, um, they don't speak English that well, are very smiley. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll ask him something, like, "Hey, where? You know, where can I get? Uh, you, you know, you may be in a store or something, or ask for directions from a guy, and then he's just smiling, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know.' <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't tell people. Yeah. Yeah. Never see somebody so happy to not know shit. Because <laughs> somebody else's problem. <laughs> like, somebody gets shot, they bleeding. Who shot you? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm bleeding. I don't know. <laughs> Let's call the police. Go ahead, Trey. I'm sorry, man. You're about to say something. No, that like I said, it's 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 just a it's a weird thing. I like I've seen I've seen people try to like say that they're like pro black and then like their their pro their pro blackness shuts off like everything. Like they come off as they're races of their own. Yeah. Mm. And so like you see like uh I have an uncle who we sent he has a daughter, so I sent my cousin a Barbie doll, mm-hmm. and he sent it back and was like, "We want a black one." It's like, mm-hmm. bruh, I feel you. Like, all right, yeah, mm-hmm. like you should go buy your daughter a black one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You sent this one back, so this is mine. Like, this is it. <laughs> like, that's why I sent you the one that I found. This is the one that they had on sale. I'm not." And so, like, they were like, you know, like they, it's just so like the people are so. Um, it, it, it becomes weird when you become so pro-black that it's 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 this it, it's either this or that. Yeah, and, that's um, ridiculous. That either or that either or uh, thing is just you're either with us or you're against us, and it's like no, I'm with you. I just I, I yeah. personally think love, like I used to love transit. I think it's more soul type aspect yes. of it. Like, and yeah, there's people who there's people who will be like uh, they say they're pro-black and they only go out with a black person or mm-hmm. whatever but then like damn it's so much of the community by by whatever their actions are they're so negative that it's like that's not pro-black or they're like I'm not even gonna mess with that nigga over there like I'm just, yeah. I'm just not like I'm just not gonna support that person's yeah. business or anything yeah. it's like that's not pro-black then, then you're that's not ignorant yeah you're not you're not helping anybody so mm-hmm. yeah uh, but you're they'll be like pro-black but they'll date a black woman but like completely disrespect her, yeah. like oh my beat her, God. and yeah. like cheat on her, and everything. So you know that all that just goes out of the window. Yeah, not only that. Um, <clears throat> oh, I had a thought in my head, kind of flew off. That's that's one of the bad things about getting older. Um, <laughs> but no, man, it, it, it's crazy because uh, it, it's almost like you get put in a position where you got to prove your blackness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I'm not about to waste my time proving anything to you. And I'm not one of those people that be like, I'm better than you, but like, honestly, I am. And I don't yeah. need to sit here wasting my fucking time like, well, you, man, you need to lead it. You need to lead them white girls alone or you lead them Mexican girls alone. Like, you don't like black women, do you? And I'm thinking like, first of all, what I like has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Like, my racial preference in the women that I date 
does nothing. It does not change the fact that I'm a black man. I'm not mm-hmm. one of these black men out here that's like, oh, I don't like black women because they this and that. That's ignorant. Right. Mm-hmm. Like my mother is black. My sister is black. My aunts, grandma, everybody is black. Okay, so I'm not going to sit here and ever disrespect black women. That's just fucking ignorant. Black, 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 black. Yeah, everybody's black. You get the fucking point. But at the end of the day, it's just, I don't know, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like, even on on social media, there's this, like, this, uh, this perception of blackness, which is just toxic. Mm-hmm. It's like, if the white man, no, if the black man did a white woman, then he might as well just go to hell right now. Because yeah. the white woman came from hell. You'd be yeah. like, what? Well, I think, a white devil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get it. I think in 2019, people don't know how to be um, empowering without hating Thank the you. opposite. Same thing mm-hmm. with the feminist movement. Yeah. It, it's like you can't empower women without bashing men. Mm-hmm. It's like, women, let's come together. These men are horrible. It's like, <laughs> oh. You can't empower women without shitting on us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then what the fuck are you even, what is your cause about? Chicks like, over sticks. Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I think what would have happened halfway through that, that, that boycott, they'd be like, chicks over sticks. And then one of the girls would be like, fuck this, I need some dick. <laughs> 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 that rally be empty real quick. Like, is that my wife, man? Get out of there! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we kind of strayed a little bit away from the topic, but ultimately, uh, in regards to that, you can definitely be pro-black. Uh, you can definitely support. And it's sad that we even have to bring this up, but yeah. it, uh, you can support uh, 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 black businesses. You can. Uh, uh, support black empowerment mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. people say why does it have to be black well you got to realize that black people are some of the most <clears throat> disen- disenfranchised people in america and yeah and basically from from the very beginning we're just said like okay you're not slaves anymore okay just go be normal like right. there's so much trauma involved that even to this day slavery has affected black people and it has made a lot of black people be very uh uh be very in, Poverous situations, and they say, "Well, all you got to do is just save money and just do this." That's not. It's not that easy. Yeah, you got a group of people that it just got said be normal. Like, I hate to compare it to this, but imagine a child having some form of trauma, whether it be uh, being beaten or you know uh, assaulted in some way, and all of a sudden, do you think that they're just going to be normal now? Like, you think that that's not going to have any effect on yeah. them down the road? Like, we have generational problems that still take effect to this day. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about black empowerment, we're only trying to aid black people to, you know, continue to be great mm-hmm. and not uh, and, and not just and give them information. Like I feel mm-hmm. what Colin, this is opinion. Some people hate Colin Kaepernick. Don't know why, but um, what he's doing is great. People don't look at what he's doing. He's not taking he hasn't taken a knee in years. People still talk about him taking a knee. He hasn't played football in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's teaching young black people uh, about financial responsibility uh, he's teaching them about um, credit. He's teaching them about all the things they should actually teach everyone in school. You right. should learn about um, balancing a checkbook. You should learn about credit. You should learn about you know what you need to get a house. He's telling them what exactly what credit score you need and all this stuff. There is nothing wrong with that. Everything yeah. that he's doing or that people in the black community are trying to do, it's completely fine across the board. The only difference is that it's black people. Yeah. One one thing um 
there was this Jay Z interview, and he was they were talking about like philanthropy. Yeah, and he was saying that um, sometimes like that you know him and Beyonce do a lot for like you know the black community as far as like financial stuff and yeah. you know they were you know bailing people out of prison and I mean bailing people out of jail and stuff like that and um, one thing he said it was like I do all of that stuff but in reality like my presence and me just being me an example for like young black men to grow up and be entrepreneurs and own businesses and you know you know run different corporations and stuff is enough for like the the like for my people so you know just kind of like we were saying there's these people that look down on you know these certain other people for you know being in interracial relationships trying to empower black people but just them being in certain positions is enough for a young black man to look up like or even for tree, tree for instance like a young black man to be like oh i can be a teacher or yeah. i can you know i can make an honest living you know just me getting an education you exactly know Definitely. Education is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And me, I mean, I'm just a black guy. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a truck driver. But I, just, in, just in that, there have been many other people, but men, black men, that have inboxed me and say, hey, man, what do I got to do to get my Class A license? Like, right. I've been working this job and it's not paying me very good. Like, what can I do to, you know, become a, a truck driver? And I tell them, like, first I ask them a series of questions. And then I help him out as much as I can because mm-hmm. I've been in a position of need, in a position of need where I was flat broke and didn't know what I need, could do and got a good opportunity and took made the best of it and right. still continuing to make the best of it. And if I, if people see me doing something, not like I'm Jay Z, I'm just fucking Eddie. But mm-hmm. even that, and even Keith being Keith or you being you, is an example. Like, oh, Keith directs and writes. He's already had four, three short films. Mm-hmm. He's already doing, wow. I'm, I mean, I've always wanted to write. Right. Let me inbox him, see what mm-hmm. that's about. Mm-hmm. And I think you just, when someone looks like you, it draws a deeper connection. So mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. always a good thing, you know, especially when it, when it comes to, to black people. Because the unfortunate thing that people don't know is a lot of black people don't realize how great they can be in other ways. Yeah. They always, it's like, as of any culture, we're the most limiting people. Like, oh, I mean, I'm good at I'm good at football, but um, you know, you they don't make it pro. There's no backup plan. Yeah. Right? Like, how good of a, of an artist are you? Are you yeah. really smart? Can you be an architect? Right. Yeah. Um. Can you you know Can you drive a truck? Are you Can you be a teacher? Mm-hmm. Can you be a personal trainer? Like, what can you do? There's so many trades out there that yeah. you can be doing. Doesn't like, Gambino have a line like that? Something about like. When it comes to black people, it's like a one size fits all hat or something. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, uh, he has a he. Oh, I'm not sure if it's that one, but he also has this other thing where he like he's talking about improv, and he was like, "Black people don't do black people will be amazing at improv, right? We do improv all the time. You literally could be in a barbershop, you can be with anybody, and you can start rifting, making jokes immediately. But the reason why they don't do it, or the reason why you don't have so many successful people besides like Wayne Brady, is because they're like there's no money in it." Mm. And so, like, if it's not going to make me make money immediately, black people are just like, we're not interested in it. Yeah, Very true. Like, yeah. it's not. We're just like, uh, if 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 it's either like uh, like uh, we're either going to play sports to get out, or we're going to sell drugs to get out. Like, that's, that's terrible. It. That kind of goes back to this idea of investing. Like, yeah, we don't. Black people don't want to invest money or time. Like, we don't want to spend four years in college. Yeah, mm. we don't want to spend like the. 
we don't want to get a hundred dollar check and invest fifty percent of it into like something that could benefit us, like oh, you know, like Down three years from yeah, now. I think that's yeah. a knowledge. That's a knowledge based problem. I think that that the lack of of information is what's really killing a lot of the black community. Mm-hmm. It's like having the lack of information and just having it, like a lot of people that I grew up with, non-black people, whether it's you know primarily white people, it's like they had the access, they had the information. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like that's their fault. It's just the fact that a lot of black people don't have that access. Like they don't they don't know about you know uh, investing in this or X and Y or you know credit and all this stuff. Yeah. It's like you're just a product of your circumstances and you need to figure the rest out. Yeah. And that is bad. And that's what's yeah. setting back a lot of black people. Yeah. Even people like me and you and Keith and all of us, we could it could be a young black kid, we could tell them something, but how much would they care? One. And two, like it's like the the, the information is just like it's once you're in that situation, how much you really just care about surviving. You don't right. really care about mm-hmm. getting all this stuff that don't pay you money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean, and I, I, I've learned that as being a teacher. Not like I have like black kids that are like oh like everything that I do is like uh, micro judged. So like Got it. any anything, it could be anything. Like I could just say something to somebody like, "Why are you talking to me like that?" And I'm like, "Well, bro, you know why I'm talking to you like that. Like mm-hmm. you, you, I'm I'm trying to look out for you, and it's just like I don't need that. Like nah, nah, nah. Like so and so doesn't talk to me like that. Yeah, but you kind of need this talking to because. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's hard. That, that that's the sucky part about. As I said, I, I think when I, I was growing up, not having a dad or just and just seeing like black men in general, I clung to them. Like I was like, oh, like you are you are a leader. So I had track coaches. Oh my goodness, like a black track coach. Like you must have been fast. Like <laughs> like you must have been really good for you to want to come back. Yeah. And so like that like that that enough was enough for me to be like, all right, well like what did you do? Let me let me listen. Like let me try to peep gang and uh, peep game. And a lot of people aren't like that. And it because is it worth it? My some of my students were like, I'm going to the NFL. It's NFL or bus. And I'm like, statistically, bro, I, that's not possible. But I hope I hope you do it. You you could yeah. be the anomaly. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to do on the shoutouts. Uh, shout out to Mercy Maston. He just yes. um, signed a con- like a futures contract to play for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep, yep. So yeah, shout yeah. out to Mercy Maston. He used to come over to the house and we play video games, and I would beat his ass. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would love to have him on here and we'll just talk to him. But he's a really pretty busy guy. Yeah. Well, he lives in Vegas, so yeah, yeah. yeah one hard. of these days, just yeah. love to sit down with him and talk to him, pick his brain. I'm sure he's got some interesting yeah. uh, stories along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's great. Another thing too, you mentioned the Wayne Brady. Why it's not a lot of Wayne Brady's, mm-hmm. and that is true. Improv is so fun, though. I feel like if people actually gave it a chance, it's just, like it's just they don't you don't make money. Yeah, and fun is cool when yeah. you're with your friends, but yeah. if you're not making money, it's like nah, this is oh, stupid. Eventually, he did at what whose line is an idiot? Oh yeah, but oh like, my god, it's just him. <laughs> like, like, like yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Uh, they have like a in LA. They have like an all black improv thing, right? Uh-huh. And it's just like they're called like the like they're called Team Negroes or something like that. And I was just like, well, that's dark. And then, too, <laughs> <laughs> and then too, literally, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna go see it. Like, I'm gonna go see it. It's like, ah, oh, five black people on stage doing improv. I'm gonna go see it because that's that's yeah. unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is fun. It's the most fun. But like, we already do it. Mm-hmm. Like that's why that's why we like we fall into music like. We already do this. It's That's, easy yeah. to freestyle. It's easy to do this. It's it's hard to be like, well, I want to be an actor. You need to show pain. You need to, I don't have time. I'm, I'm poor. What are you talking about? Like, I don't have time to do this. 
Yeah. I'm not about to invest. You talk about act. <laughs> I ain't acting. I'm mad. I'm about to rob the bank right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that that's the that's the that's sucky crazy. part. That there was a really great episode of Atlanta in the first season where I think you remember it where um, Childish Gambino's character like sells his cell phone, mm-hmm. and then the other guy, uh, Lakeith. He's like, hey man, like I can get you a thousand dollars, but basically, um, like just give me the money now, oh, yeah. and then I'm gonna take it down to the other place, and then we, uh, like I'm gonna get you, like I think they were trying to get dog something, but crazy, he went through these whole, like all these hoops to like try to get, you know, tr- tr- to try to flip his money into like more money, and then at the end of it, the dude Lakeith was like, yeah man, uh, give it three months. Um, <laughs> The dogs are going to grow up. <laughs> We're going to breed the dogs. The dogs are going to grow up. We're going to sell the dogs. We're going to get you your money back. And he was excited. Like, yeah, this is dope. And then Charles Gambino's character was like, are you serious? <laughs> like, I need that money right now. Like, I I have to live. I don't have time to invest. Like, are you serious? And he was like, he was really pissed off. And he was just like, well, sorry. Like, I was just, but he, that was just kind of like, like black people in the microcosm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, we're trying to buy our meal tonight. We don't have time to worry about like the future. Yeah, that's true. But it's all about being in position. Mm-hmm. You, when you're in position, you can invest because that's not your sole source <clears throat> of income. Yeah. So when you're when let's say for example you invest you invest five thousand in some tech company <clears throat> or whatever, but you're sitting on top of $150,000. So it's not going to really hurt you. But if you're a guy that's trying to invest $5,000 and all you got is 7000 and you and you going paycheck to paycheck, that's a huge risk. Right. Or let's say you don't even have that money to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's just all about but, perspective. But at the same time, like you took that risk. You took all the money you had from your last job and was like, it's a tr- I got to pass this driving tests or that is true like this is not gonna work so i think it depends on the person like that's a great point yeah like if you just like if you have some like if you're you have your mindset on doing something like the risk doesn't really matter like you're gonna do it or like it's kind of like that idea they had about um i read it in a book somewhere like there was these military people and it was like a long long time ago when they pulled up on ships so they pull up to this place on ships and uh they were fighting this war and the general basically was like, burn up all these ships. And he was like, the only way we leave in this place is either if we die or if we win the war. There's no way that we can retreat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So eventually they won the war, and, you know, that was like the psychology of burning up those ships, like, helped them win the war. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. You got me with my own shit. You <laughs> <laughs> made, made a great point, though. It's true. I did do that. Um, I took all of my vacation time paycheck and the last check that I got for my job before I started truck driving and I quit that job quit it went out to um, Riverside and uh, went to took my driving test I stayed out there if that shit didn't work then I didn't have shit I had I still had my place back at home so I could have been off on my ass if that didn't work out but I took the risk because sometimes they say with risk comes a reward, and that could not be more true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta you gotta jump sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a great point, Keith. Mm-hmm. You're saying something? I'm sorry. Uh, no, I just still lost that this this nigga used the big ass word like micro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> microcosm. <laughs> microcosm. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what? <laughs> 
You, could, oh, you definitely went to college. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, got a phone, you got a phone, man. Yeah, I was like, what? Just look up the, look up the correct... My man, that vocabulary game is spectacular. I'm not used to it. I was shocked. I'm not used to that. I was like, oh. I can oh. give you the correct. It's like, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, it's like this collected idea of something. No, no, no. I, not correct? Yeah, yeah. He's right. No, I was just shocked that he said it. Like, I was just like, oh, like, yeah, what? you just randomly throwing big ass words like that. Into it's, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, certain words I'll understand, but I don't know the verb, like the verbatim. definition yeah. verbatim. Yeah. So I, that's what I would get. What is, what do you think? What is the, the, the definition of the microcosm? It's like literally like this collective. Idea. I think, um, I don't know a word for word, but it's like, it's like a small sample size. Got of it. Like a huge idea. Got it. Yeah. So. Okay. Mm. Got it. All right, man. Well, Looks like we've came to the end of this podcast, man. We want to thank Tree Hobson for coming on, man. Our most yeah. listened to uh, podcast still yeah. up to date. I'm going two times. That's what I'm going two for. times. <laughs> two hey, time. if he does this, I will personally bring him a, a heavyweight title. <laughs> that he... was really like the perfect storm. I'm still trying to figure out like the analytics behind yeah. it. Like why <laughs> is his like still the most popular one? But hey, yeah, you know, because yeah. I shared it with my mom. She was like, listen to my baby. (laughs) Parents be impressed by the simplest stuff. Yeah, Yeah. man. I'm pretty sure she doesn't like my mouth, though. (laughs) Like, who is that? My baby's on there. You know know which one it is. It's the one that's not vulgar. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, you know what? Uh, you've been listening to Trucker's Mind Podcast, episode 42. 42. Thank you once again. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Finks. Thank Peace. you. Enjoy your day. <laughs>